0: P.C.P. Episode Thirty-One hosts Mikey, Steve, Savvy, and Stacy, and it's January Thirteenth.
1: Wow, I'm back.
0: No one interrupted me. What the hell?
1: Good. And no, Nor is texting me. Who's that? From Bury Me, My Love.
2: Oh, Mikey is playing a game. I feel get? like I should give him back get the text? whole. Um the universal paperclips thing, just right back to him.
1: No, <laughs> I mean, remember that. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to my fictional wife. Well, why
2: can't you put it down, though? Wow,
1: I am. He's she, having a parasocial oh,
2: yeah, relationship. All right, leave him she's alone. She's in
1: Turkey. She's oh, in Germany way. by herself. That sounds like a personal problem, sure, and you shouldn't bring it into the workplace. But she's making sure. I have no
2: interest in, in knowing what's going on. on with your wife because Does she that's she want personal to issues.
1: home. Well, no, she just Make sure she milks the cow on the way home. I don't know. I wish
2: you could send
0: a voice sample to Webster's well, under the definition of train wreck. I did, and I sent. Choo choo okay. or off the rails. <laughs> Base. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that, is that the that pun cold again?
3: <laughs>
2: hey everyone, welcome to the Party Chat Peoples Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve, joined by Stacy Zavi and Mikey. Mikey's back. Guys, back. first Mikey of twenty nineteen.
1: Yes. i I've, I've been swallowed by Canada and they spit me back and I'm back. And I'm oh,
0: back. can you leave then? Fine. We don't want you back.
1: No, no, no,
3: Canada.
0: No, 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 no. Bye. I was gonna say, like, was Canada just uh, uh, <laughs> given? Like, being in America for a, for like these last two two years has been tricky. I feel like going to Canada feel must have been amazing. Yeah, you got to have cold. Timbits at uh, <laughs> Tim Hortons, right?
1: It was cold. There was a lot. There was a quite a few. At least in Montreal, very big South Asian population.
3: Mm-hmm. Very big. Mm-hmm.
1: Quite, yeah, quite fascinating. Um, You're fascinating Had a really good time Very cold
0: That's not an insult Steve went, No 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 You have to say yeah. it Like it's an yeah. insult Went, went on a not. spa
1: On a boat Outside You're a, outside. a spa on a boat. Outside I'm gonna repeat that's, Outside that's, Yeah that sounds weird In 20 degree weather
0: Did you play the switch While weird. in the spa outside
1: No 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 no. no. Oh, okay. But it was great Food was French food is amazing um, You're amazing French people are nice Thank you <laughs>
3: And uh <laughs>
1: Saw this really wild ex- uh, Art exhibit With Kate Blanchett Um Representing different types of art like Dada and Pop Art, and chanting in a um, sort of monotoned uh, speech about art in unison. In Welcome to the wow. Art Chat People's Podcast. I'm, I've never
0: been bored so quickly. Yeah. Oh, but oh, damn! But that, Steve. Wow.
1: that was my trip in Montreal. Wow,
0: I. Are be, what are we? What are we going to be? What are we going to be talking about?
1: Oh well. First, oh. we are going to start with some news, the biggest news, Your of, news. of the year, actually, so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Activision and Bungie breakup. Yay! Wait, we is this a yay
2: or at- is this a nay? Well, well, this is we'll, a yay. We'll get into it It has minute. to be a yay. Activision we'll sucks. In a
1: yeah, this is a yay. Um, and we are going to take a, we're going back to a special topic, um, and we're talking about mental health and games. Well, we're returning to this topic. Um, Stacy has done some research and, like, yeah. did, and deep dived in a couple of articles. We talked about
2: this before, right? Yeah, we did. But did that episode ever the... get posted? Was that one of those episodes that is lost to the wind? I don't Maybe. keep track. I feel like it might be.
1: Maybe. But I think we did post it. Um, and as far as games Wait. go, okay. we did. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, is going to start us off, um, with Greece. Grease? The The musical? Game. Um. Then I guess I'll dig into Mikey's mobile moment. Oh God! Yes, Mikey's segment that I have. That's someone place, Someone please that make a graphic for that it. Branding. Yeah, I'm gonna save the specific game so when we get there, and I'm gonna Mikey's end it mobile,
0: mobile <laughs> moment. It's just a photo of Mikey like yeah. punched over on a train, <laughs> looking at his phone. That's Mikey's mobile moment graphic. It's
2: like a really happy Mikey, and he's looking down at his phone. And it says Mikey's mobile moment in like balloon uh-huh. letters above him.
1: Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. And you know. Just forewarning, our discussion about Kingdom Hearts might go places that you don't want. So, just sexual places. Yeah. <laughs> Steve is going to talk about Undertale and The Witcher Three, and Stacy is going to talk about all. No, no,
0: no, no. That's that's not the name of the but game. No, that's uh, just all of her <laughs> games All take about five.
3: Uh,
1: nope. Okay.
0: Well, the game behind called... the curtain. lovely. Hey, don't look
1: at me funny. All There's all a game called it. Everything.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was a game called All out there.
1: Uh. So abduction parentheses cyan not
0: ne- not abduction like
2: kidnapping people Obduction. abduction abduction no. right um, I'll never
4: explain ending title
1: too. Is cool. it never ending nightmares <laughs> or never ending uh it's never netting never ending never ending <laughs> yeah. nightmares and the overwatch world cup viewer and that is it guys so yeah. let's get started okay so Bungie, Activision—that's
2: us getting started. Belt
1: snap, <laughs> <laughs> my girl.
0: They broke up. Bungie Yay. And Activision are Gone. They, they
2: broke up. Done. I'm
0: so happy.
4: So, like, I remember when Activision like had a thing with Microsoft, and they broke up. That was a long, long time ago. No,
1: wait, Bungie and Microsoft. Bungie and Microsoft. Bungie. Like, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Like getting okay. it backwards. Do you
2: think um, Blizzard would leave them too?
1: Uh, I don't know what that deal because is. I feel like no Blizzard they're way more enmeshed. Yeah, like, are Bung-
0: they? Bungie and Activision is a publishing relationship. Activision yeah. Blizzard, they merged. They merged. They are. Because right. com- so they they've ruined Blizzard, Blizzard. They as far as I'm concerned. Saying,
4: you know, you've got the um, Battle.net. App and mm-hmm. they're going right. to continue to keep all the yeah all their stuff is on, on it. Yeah. yeah so it's going to stay on there
2: right? isn't like yeah. Call of Duty on the Bungie yeah Black Ops Four uh, was Net, also like, through. Like, launcher yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Battlenet they have like a oh, Battlenet you've fallen so far I they remember when just all my Blizzard section. games
0: were there and that's oh, why i was being so elitist about that shit
2: <laughs> I remember those times a game launcher, they were man. so it's just are different times are you serious Diablo was about
0: a game launcher and I'm I'm nostalgic about also my StarCraft I'm nostalgic about when the original Diablo two was there when it first came
1: yeah. Well Stan's no. got some competition <laughs> with this epic game launcher, but we digress. This is true. Do we?
3: Um, we I don't do. agree to that. <laughs> we do digress.
1: Okay, so fine. so Steve,
0: um, as as the number one uh as bat- the resident idiot of as the, podcast. the resident <laughs> as the resident uh <laughs> destiny is your girlfriend of the podcast, how do you feel about this? I don't know. We don't talk anymore.
3: Is he- <laughs>
1: I, I yes, don't know. You were the last Destiny one, actually, to talk yeah. sizeably yes, about I, Destiny yeah. is, is be
2: available. Fair. You can have her.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> she sucks. I will take the reins. Thank God. you very much.
3: All she did was so make as me miserable. Far, <laughs> as,
1: far as, as far as the community goes, I think the community and Bungie itself, as it was described, champagne bottles and cheers mm-hmm. <laughs> happened when you know it was announced. Everyone seems pretty happy because Destiny has been in a really good state. There's sort of been like a philosophical shift the way they like uh, distribute content with like. The black army where they're like all right guys we're not gonna do this here's a four to five mission story and then an end state and then rinse and repeat you know the way they tackle this dlc which is a little controversial i don't know if you guys talked about last week
2: no it's just for me with destiny 2 it's hard to keep up once you've lost pace with the game
1: well because you know, i played with you that way.
2: one time and i was yeah. just like i'm over this
1: yeah, and in a way, mm-hmm. like I think that you, you definitely need people to usher you back into Destiny. But the way they do these... The, the, well, Black Army was the first wave of like, okay, we're going to release this content. And they actually sort of modeled this the way they ended Forsaken, where every week like a little nugget is sort of going to be released. And so with these forges, every week a new forge was released. Um, people seem to sort of like the way the content was being released. However, late, the it's, last thing... It's steady content, which yeah, is what people steady. want. The last thing where there was this puzzle tied to it And no one could figure it out And then people started complaining So they actually just released it for everyone Which, you know, I don't know Which is what they wanted or not But again, it's to like keep every, you there. every it's week It's her trap Yeah, every
3: week <laughs>
1: You know, that promise of, of like Ooh, I'm signing into Destiny this reset. What's gonna happen? That was sort of more fulfilled with their plan after forsaken. Um, everyone really likes the, the state of PvP, the state of PVE. It seems like everything is going in the right direction and you know how the next two planned DLCs are going. You know, the community is happy. I guess the only people that aren't happy is Activision.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucked up. So, so is it really that simple though? Like the big difference in the last bits of content was just that the, now they're kind of drip feeding it a bit more rather than well, big releases? well, Destiny Two
1: couldn't decide whether it wanted to be a casual game or a hardcore game, and that okay. was the initial. I feel like had. Destiny
0: always mm. wanted to be both.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think so too. I could. I feel like on, on, has, a, on a broad, I think let's on a broad scale, I remember
1: how
0: much she grind had we survived, but we played a lot. And that's we played, on, for we played. Hold for on. The, what do you mean by hardcore versus casual? Um, When you say
1: that, the the constant grind, the constant of like you wanting to be in the
0: top tier,
2: sure. But also, it wanted to allow people who didn't play as much to try and get there. But they had to, they had to much longer wait. But they were still. Able to access that content, yeah. right? So
0: they wanted to give to both parties. I mean, you know me; I hate eating my vegetables, so
1: yeah. I mean, I mean the way <laughs> that's is why you're now, so short. It's just like you know, you find <laughs>
3: destiny.
1: There's these you know glowing things that tells you here the things that are gonna elevate your level. Do these activities if you care. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to do these activities that elevate your level because you don't like them, you yeah. don't have to. Just wait. Sure. The next yeah, you day. can pick and choose. You know, so you I don't have to do every really single thing, which is that part. So, I did.
0: so they have their current roadmap that they're gonna stick to. They've announced, right? Like yeah. everything they've they've said. So far for them for going through the end of this year?
1: Yes, the whatever the big uh, content release at the end of the year, the big expansion that. that Theoretically, it should be at least the end of Destiny's two.
3: Thing. Okay.
2: So for me, I think I won't really see anything until the next big content update that makes Destiny accessible again. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm so far behind, and to I don't want to do accessible again. I don't want to do all that. work. I don't work.
1: necessarily think you're far behind, Steve. I just think you need one other person to bring you back. I don't want to do me, all the work. It's I so much it's... work.
0: So let's do let's do a, a little <laughs> bit of let's do a little bit of speculation. Okay. What? Given the break from Activision, what would you like to see? Let's let's maybe assume that they do a Destiny three or something, right? What do we What do we want to see? Like, how would it be radically different because they're independent?
1: Just quick, 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 quick. well, rumors are Destiny three has been developing concurrently with Destiny two. Okay, that knows. Cool. Yeah.
4: So one one thing I want to note is the Activision contract required annual. A release releases, schedule. Yeah. So mm. that I think is just a recipe for abusing your workers and putting yeah. in subpar content that mm-hmm. has bugs in.
2: It's it. it's a it's a cash grab, which is yeah. right. what Activision is going to want to so do.
4: If all they do is have delays of a month or two for content, but the content is better, yeah. I think that if if they took a year off everyone. between yeah.
2: releases and like developed good stuff, yeah, I think it would be better. I think maybe this gives them the opportunity to really. Build a story,
4: right? Mm. It's more sustainable Instead for the brand of, if you yeah. keep putting out crud content. Eventually, yeah. people lose. Because
2: their let's look at the base Destiny games. Yeah. The stories sucked. <laughs> yeah. There was the stories nothing there. Suck. The
1: they did telling, the presentation. St- yeah, the presentation, presentation of it sucked. was not good. You're the one who wanted to like, oh, I might buy the Book of Shadows. All the lore stuff that wasn't in great. the game. Yeah, that's, right. the that's lore what you
3: mean. The yeah. that's, that's, the, the lore. that's the boundary you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Is I'm if, talking you game, yeah. you if you just really play the game, you don't really get a if good... you don't
0: care
2: about art. any of the outside stuff, about going on the internet to read the story, yeah. Yeah. in the game it's not presented well.
1: Yeah, I, just, I just wanted think, to make that clear. Like yeah, I think this gives them an opportunity
2: to build a good story within the game
1: Yeah, and
2: yeah. finally make that change because I think that's the one thing Destiny's always been severely lacking mm-hmm. is we'll go through and we'll watch the cutscenes for the first time and I'll be like... I don't have to pay attention well, to I think this that's why it's people just a bunch of mumbo Forsaken jumbo yeah. because
1: they, yeah. they, the they tied the <laughs> story to adventures so it was more this experiential thing there were no cutscenes. you had like the way I don't know if you guys know about the sort of the story um, format of Forsaken it's sort of like um, there's a dirty dozen thing where you go after eight you know bounties And they just pop all over the map and Mm. each one has their own personality. So there's the trickster, you know, the hangman and you go into their respective layers and and then also how you encounter them is sort of linked to their title. So like when you encounter the rifleman, he's in the environment and he has like these holograms that are like trying to snipe you and you have to go around and like shoot every hologram out. And that's how you start his or like the what was it the the bike guy?
3: I forgot he's what he was called. A, the writer? The
1: Someone writer. Basically, his boss battle is God, you his on the sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone has a personality, and, and it removed it from these, like, oh, let's watch the cutscene. Let's do this. You just, like, mm. sort of go into the world. And they okay. said they That's want to, with it's, future content, they want to expand the environments that they have instead of building For these those, it's a step
2: things. in the right direction. Yeah. The fights weren't great, but what they're, the tri- what they're trying to do it's still yeah. go there, shoot the guy. Sure. Um, but yeah. what they're trying to do with those Is a step in the right direction If they stay on that path And start building the encounters mm. uh, The way they build the raid encounters It'll um, be more fun
1: I mean, I don't know if we said it here on this podcast But why I never understood why Destiny held all of its best
0: Best int- content is at the end Not
1: not content Guess design. Best, best mechanics design. and design yeah. Yeah. Mechanics mm-hmm. in, in, in their raids It's just like we can go back to Crota and like the Vault of Glass like those th- and still those things have not put into, in any missions where yeah. they can well, literally pallet usually swap Usually when that happens mm-hmm. it's
4: because the designers are hardcore gamers themselves and they're writing for people like them
0: I could see that they want this
4: sense that I'm the epic player. I get to see the stuff cooler than
2: everyone. Yeah, but still, I I feel as unlocking
4: from a business perspective, not so great. That is from
2: a design perspective. Yeah, that is is locking amazing design and content behind a wall of like
0: elitism. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because let the rest of the people see that. Because if the rest of the people see that, maybe they're
0: willing to go in and to be like as well, like. I've never done a raid and it's because anytime that I've like played destiny, I've always been behind all of my friends and when you go I don't, and, they just tell you and like do, I said, I don't do want, want to experience. eat my vegetables. The basic gunplay is kind of fun, but I've heard stories about the raids, and I'm like, that does sound interesting and fun. And I don't want to do, I don't want to do my homework. I don't want to eat my vegetables to earn that shit. I gave you $60, you asshole.
2: And it's <laughs> much easier to get three people than it is to get six yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, so then the Because thing the, thing ra- they, the raids
2: they... are always six people. And you have to set aside a block of time, and usually it's like three to four hours of time to fail and fail again and learn mm. the mechanics. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to get three people to do that and implement those things on a smaller scale. Okay. Because yeah. well, most they, of the time have. it's sp- split into teams of
1: three. They have, they have, they have right? this thing called the Shattered Dungeon, which has raid like design in for 3 player Again, a step thing. in the right
2: direction. How,
1: but it still has the same problem where you can only do that when before you were level 580. Right, So it's yeah. like, you do this entire game, you have between 500 and like 580, mm. you're doing, you know, the same content over or design that's just, you know, run to the spot, shoot the guy, and it's just like, oh, now at 580, you give me all this different design? I think what they need yeah. to implement is some sort of catch-up <laughs> mechanic. I, I don't know. I think... So They have. Do you. I mean, when Forsaken came out, the drop rates were really heavy. Like, I told you, if you had just played a week, Steve, you would have been up to par. And, and depending on the person, I know a week might sound like a lot. But here's like,
0: the thing. I think that uh, people need to... You're a destiny apologist. <laughs> yeah. I think that people need to get their heads around the fact that, like, le- leveling mechanics is like an artificial gate, yeah. and that can be useful from a design perspective in order to, like, teach you things slowly, maybe. But when it comes to, like, no, I want to be one of the hardcore players and me and my band of buddies are some of the first, like, groups to to do the new raid or whatever, like, that's compelling, yeah. but not, in my opinion, interesting. And I think that if you're going to have levels for, like, these guns and, and that kind of stuff, there's like there are action games that do it right, Like the first one, my favorite example of this is Muramasa Demon Blade where the leveling mechanics actually feel like it gives you a breadth of experience of like, these are enemies that I can just not pay attention and kick their ass, and that feels cool. These are enemies that I need to pay some more attention to and do a certain amount of blocking and dodging, and that feels challenging. And then there's enemies where like, they will fuck me up and I need to be super defensive. So it encourages different play styles. The different leveling in Destiny does not encourage anything, in my opinion, other than scheduled gameplay and feeling kind of cool because you have a big number.
2: The problem with Destiny's leveling is that it's not natural once you hit that max level then it's all dependent on your gear the mm. number that you comes with your gear but you're gated because you have to get that gear to drop it doesn't naturally just drop you have to do various specific activities to get the gear that's more powerful than what you have so there's no like steady curve to it it's like you could plateau for weeks mm-hmm. and then you can get a spike and then you'll plateau again okay and then you'll get a sp- so it's not it, it, it feels too much of a grind. Yeah. It feels,
0: for example, like like punishing. when when we yeah. compare the way that you guys talk about Destiny to the way that you guys talk about Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter feels, from what I've heard, a lot better in the sense that these do you have this huge variety of weapons? Earning them feels meaningful, but you never feel like totally screwed because you haven't leveled the thing. There's always a good challenge.
1: Well, mo- so in Monster Hunter's defense, there's a lot of leveling that's removed in the sense of. You, when it comes to leveling specifically, the only thing that you really level is your, um, hunter, rank. your, your hunter rank, which ties to your it also defies your defense. but it's also
2: gear based in the sense he's talking about it in the sense of gear based, yeah, yeah, no, um, I meant but like regardless, but there's a natural progression to
1: skills, is yeah. attached to skill. I mean, yeah, excuse me skills are attached to gear okay and the only thing that leveling really affects is like the amount of defense points you have so like say if i go against a stronger monster if my hunter rank is higher i can put like armor spears in it just to make you more you know less spongy sure but as far as like the skills you have pretty much the skills you have are the skills you have they go from rank one to rank what five three
2: okay it depends on well in any case so that's it
3: that's just but my I'm that's just my that 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 reading of nat- how you guys talk about it has a
2: more natural progression as yeah. opposed to you never feel like you're gated because of a random drop. Okay. Yeah. Because yes, there are, yes. if you need a specific gotcha. drop, you can go get that from a vendor with other resources. Yeah, yeah. If mm-hmm. I need an Odegaran plate, I can go buy it with I the other that's resources a I got. solution
4: to a lot of problems. Just, just let get people slowly, market. Market. We'll get it. Ever so slowly collect resources that yeah. they can get that one piece of gear that just yeah. never drops for them. Get right. that
2: one piece mm-hmm. because that piece has a very low drop rate. That's fine. But I can go here and just use what I've gotten from the other stuff and get it.
1: And also it's pretty... Um, Consistent on how to get that drop of far of like oh, use the thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, that's that's all of that to say. Uh, obviously, we are excited with the possibilities now that Bungie is not tied to Activision. Yeah. So yeah. Destiny three will be better.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully so. <laughs> now let's let's talk about how. Destiny is uh is a ter- terrible game for your for your mental health, right? That's that that's what we're talking about next. Segue. Wow. That's what we're talking that about. That was next, right? a segue. That was a segue. <laughs> it it, it was,
2: was a segue. segue. What, it uh, wasn't good. Hey, yeah. hey, no, hey. No, I, w- I try. I it w- wasn't even middling. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I welcome to the Steve Hayes on South <laughs> Podcast.
4: But they've considered putting like gaming like video gaming as an addiction. In, in the, you know, I,
2: I don't like that. I, really, the, I don't either. really don't like that. And that's because yeah. um, video games help me a lot with my own mental and, health.
4: And to some extent, any activity that people do because they don't want to deal with their real lives it can is, end up in the, is good the diagnostic it's, manual it's, as an addiction. But yeah. that's not really the root of it. Yeah,
2: world. it's it's hard yeah. to to draw a line as to where, if you're using it, I mean, like it's hard it's so that's the thing it's so hard to draw a line
0: to say this is an addiction it's bad for you well uh, or you're using like it's also a very socially constructed line like there's, Yeah. it's there's literally the line is not just determined by like any kind of objective thing no it's literally what will people around you not find acceptable and that right. changes by culture time even by the minute
4: yeah <laughs> by so the minute. Like,
3: because
0: video games
2: have always had this stigma attached to them right but less and less so. so less and I less. I honestly
4: feel like in the but long it's run, still, this battle is going
2: to get won. It will. Know? It will. It's because it's new media, right? Yeah. And new media always has a hard time breaking out. Exactly. There's a point the where like, oh, comic books are
4: ruining our children. It won't comic right.
2: books are ruining <laughs> <Yeah>. movies. <laughs> yeah. Movies are ruining <laughs> your mind. TV, it's a box that, that ruins you. Like all this stuff. Sure. But now TV, the widely I accepted. I mean,
0: people flip out about the, the telephone. telephone. They're yeah. Like new.
2: It's just new media. That's all it is. And and people are don't know what to say. But anyways, so... What we're
0: trying to get into is... Mental mm-hmm. health and games.
4: Yeah, so I kind of wanted to discuss this from a broader point of view. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and to start with, I wanted to look at it from the perspective of uh, mental health apps that are game-like.
2: Did you bring a PowerPoint for this?
4: No. <laughs> I have some notes.
2: It's it's so well documented, I thought, maybe.
4: Thank you. <laughs> uh, I actually have more notes here, They're not there. Anyway, um, cool. so the first one I want to talk about was Superbetter. So this was... Uh, An app slash website
3: Mm
4: -hmm. uh, by Jane McGonagall. She has a book by the same name. She also has a book called Reality is Broken. So she's a prominent game designer who talks a lot about what she does. And Mm -hmm. in 2009, she had a concussion, actually, to place at work. So she was kind of forced to stay at home, and she couldn't do a lot of the things that she was taking for granted before. She actually got a little suicidal about it. And she would call up the office and beg them to give them something that she could do do to keep herself busy. And what she ended up doing over a long period of time was developing a tool that she could use to try and help her recover.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: that was the Roots of Super Better. And, and you make stuff like uh, you have daily tasks for you, for you to do, and they can be as simple as walking around the block or mm. spending a few minutes meditating. Um, they can treat your... Um, symptoms like your anxieties as a sort of monster for you to defeat.
2: So it sort of gamifies
4: It tries to literally gamify yeah, your symptoms yeah. and give you an incentive to overcome them because you get points.
2: Which is a good way to do that because it it makes the task more manageable. Yeah. You know, as opposed to it being this daunting set of stuff hanging over you. Now it's just like go walk around the block and it's sort right. of segmented down it's like this is how you get your points.
1: It's funny that you say that as I have a coworker who You know, uh, anybody's given job, you have like a multitude of responsibilities and, you know, every Monday morning, it's I hate it. (laughs) I don't know where to stop, you know, choice paralysis. And then it's just Mm -hmm. like, and I always tell him, Write down everything on the chalkboard, so it's a thing, so you can right. cross it out and end it. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like this is sort of just following that line of thought of like you need to identify, you need to write it down, you need right. to put it so and that I, it's an
4: app.: Yeah, and then really the other like thing the fact is, that you can make your own tasks. You yeah, and that's, own what, and that's
2: what it is. And, and gamifying things sort of makes people want to do it more. Think yeah. about like dating apps, right? They all have that swipe feature. It's yeah. sort of gamifying dating. No, people like that swipe. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> a little too much. Yeah. A, l- a little too much, but that's what brings people in. That's what mm-hmm. engages people.
4: So I actually downloaded and tried Super Better. The app has not really been updated in a long time. The oh, website's no. probably a little more user friendly if you don't mind using a PC. Oh, so this you
1: stuff. can, there's two different
4: different You can ways go, you can yeah, you it, can have right? one account. And you can just, and just pen and paper use, if
0: you want to. You can use either
4: or. or so you just pen I've
0: been like slowly working my way through the book, and she breaks it down into some sections and the when she gets into actually like defining how the game works, yeah, you could do this with whatever to-do tools you want.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's cool because she spends a, a good ap- part of the book basically talking about partially her personal journey, but also like talking about generally... Like, why is it that gamers are so good at the tasks that we put in front of them when we design these games for them? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the skills that they've built? What are the abilities that they're kind of getting? Right? And so, she, through both like single player and multiplayer, like through a whole variety of games, she kind of distills certain things that were helpful for her in terms of. Yeah, thumb dexterity doesn't, like, yeah. quite apply <laughs> here, but... <laughs> it's more
1: like but, yeah. ta- task analysis and reinforcement. So that's yeah. part of it,
0: and then, so, so she takes, it's for example... problem solving. She says, like, to try to contextualize things as, like, very video gamey terminology. So, like, one is quests, another is uh, power-ups, like, what are your power-ups? And, and it, it's, like, things that give you a boost of energy, right? Maybe it's going for a run, maybe it's playing a game. Maybe it's socializing with someone. Uh, one thing explicitly is who are your allies. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's specifically thinking of your social network as though they were like your party members and like your JRPG or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then also who are your villains, so that you start to actually like have a certain awareness of like what might trigger you, what is difficult for you. And starting to use that language and co-opting that language that uh, you may already have if you're a gamer. To, like, tackle your personal life, whatever your challenge is. And people have used it for a whole bunch of stuff, like right. injuries, yeah. mental health stuff.
4: Uh, even in terms of weight loss, it can help you yep. on your diet, your exercise, kind of encourage you to do those things that you keep meaning to get around you, just not quite motivated to do. You know what it is?
2: It shows you how little time it would take to do that thing yeah. within your day. Because it seems so daunting to think about something over, like, the cord. like oh, I'm so going to, if I'm going to go on a weight loss train, it's going to take a year, but, but I, do the one little thing every day. Yeah. I've and been playing Rocket like League for, for
0: over a couple of years. <laughs> so I would exactly. say
4: that it's a great idea. I found that in practice, I kind of got a little bored with it after a little while. Oh, the, wow. That's
2: fair. Well, the the, the the tricky thing I'm about it. I'm
4: harsh about it. It's, it's. Yeah. You have to be self-motivated to mm-hmm. use the tool. You do. It's not going to make that, you it's not going to motivate you. That comes with itself. anything
2: mental health related, you have to be willing to take the steps. You have to you have to admit there's a problem and you have to be willing to take the steps to get yourself back to where you want to be.
1: Yeah. Gonna, totally I, so I have a quick question, what needs to change about the app or I guess the site that you think would incentivize or motivate people to use it more microtransactions (laughs) no (laughs) perfect
4: no no Um, uh, I think
0: there could be more targeted versions of the game
4: I think so too like cutting out everything that doesn't pertain to you would help a lot there's a lot of more personalized stuff there's a lot of interface stuff that I'm I personally found I wasn't using because mm-hmm. uh, it just didn't match what I was trying to accomplish. Mm.
3: Uh, Interesting.
4: So it's a cluttered interface. It doesn't have the cute little bells and whistles. Like, it doesn't play me happy music when I accomplish You don't get the
0: victory fanfare from <laughs> my. So it needs help so, with its reinforcement. So it,
4: yeah, just the yeah. little. those little touches actually do make a difference.
0: But to some extent, I feel like some of those reinforcement things, it's like an external versus internal motivation yeah. that, that I think mm-hmm. can be a problem. Like, I, I, I would offer... Uh, not like a like I agree that that could probably help but I would say that my number one thing is they could probably use more targeted versions of the game so if you go like on the website in the community I think there might even be a subreddit like you can see people helping suggest to each other what's what, what are good examples for tasks for weight loss what are good examples for tasks for depression and mm-hmm. so on mm-hmm. but like if, if, the, if the program or the app was more like what do you want to do and you get like a templated version of those tasks so that it just gives you a regiment Rather than like Having giving you the total freedom, because it's kind of like walking into Subway for the first time, and you're just like, I got to make my own sandwich. What the fuck? There's too many choices. Yeah, like that's what that's what goes on. Like you learn this framework about and superpowers and villains. Yeah, totally putting another hard. choice. So, in so it just of needs you. more exactly. in-depth stuff as yeah. that goes on. Maybe. I think some more guidance yeah. where it's like, what are you actually trying to use? So this
2: one, for? once it gets you that base sort of like level of everything, what you're trying to resolve, and then sort of needs to go into further detail. Yeah, I uh, think uh, maybe one might be to have.
4: Only some portions of the game at the beginning, and then have it Mm, uh, branch out. Additional complexity available to you later. Yeah, um, so that you have more of a sense of you're leveling up and you're building your ability to use more of the application. Mm. Need better
3: trees.
0: (laughs) I also think that need to unlock double jump. Unlock, double jump, mm-hmm. pay one dollar. Yeah. I think that um, it would also be really good if if like you did something like this with a therapist and the therapist was like almost being like a game master type of thing. Yeah. And, I wonder so, if and so you have master. a conversation with I'm the therapist sure. and your therapist you goes like, that yeah, so. I know, but it's possible. But you know what? Is and and like a therapist could have a conversation with you and then the conclusion of that conversation could be like, oh, this is one of your villains or something like that. Yeah. It's. So I think it's contextualized something you could, you could technically even bring
2: to your therapist and be like, look, yeah. I have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's, let's incorporate this into into the sessions and life and see if this can help you.
4: And and I think that's a good point. Sorry. No.
2: Ultimately what it is, is it's a tool. Right. And it's a tool to help you get better. And a tool is only good if you use it. right? Right. So just, you have to use it, but you have to want that for yourself. You want to get better. And ultimately that I feel is the, the main thing with anything mental health is if you feel like you have an issue, you need to go talk to someone and you got to be willing to want yourself to be better.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out though, that better. it is a tool. It's not a therapist. And generally speaking, I would not recommend ever using these things oh, yeah. instead of.
2: Mm-hmm. No, never instead of.
4: So, but with, yeah. So like another good example is Woebot. So a professor from Stanford University started this and it's W-O-E, like what was me? With a robot, right? Robot. So it's really, really kind of cute. It's a little adorable robot personality that robot. wants to talk to you about how you can examine the way you're thinking and see whether you're being logical or maybe you're falling into some very common traps that people make logical errors and, and those traps can cause them to become depressed. Or We're not
2: anxious. Vulcan. We don't use logic.
4: So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's basically trying to teach you cognitive behavioral therapy, which can be very successful. Uh, mm-hmm. And there are psychiatrists who are specifically trained in this. Um, but I think this is a nice little supplement to, to that, if it's something that, that seems like it would be good for you. Uh, I found that there was about two and a half months of content where he's constantly trying to show you cool videos or ask you questions or he has a challenge... For you, like one of his challenges to... Like brain training. Yeah, is <laughs> it, it, to go out and ask people things that you think they're not going to want to do for you so you can experience them saying no and not take it too personally.
0: Will you buy well, me a car? That's thing. No.
4: But... Okay, <laughs> yeah
0: so so um, one one thing that's worth mentioning about Wobot I think is that um it's a great example of a conversational interface mm-hmm. because the entire way you interact with Wobot is as if it was if, as if, if it was text person. messages, yeah, yeah, and so occasionally you might be able to type freely type in like what's going on with you and he'll take a note of that yeah. um they have
1: fitness apps like that
0: right right mm-hmm. and, and and but I think like wobot was was my first experience where I was just like this is this actually this is actually working, this it is, is cute. cute, I like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I, I also know. think it's it's cool to have... Um, one thing that I like about conversational interfaces with, with AIs is when you actually restrict the choices, it's like there are points where you can't say anything mean to Wobat and it almost, like, by design is improving your mood because you can't be a dick. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I find that kind of cool. Not to mention sometimes you don't want to talk to a human because you don't want to feel judged. So yeah. Yeah. talking to Wobot yeah. is oh, nice. It's, uh,
2: something that doesn't have judgment programmed into it yeah. yet. Pretty much. Yet. Well.
4: <laughs> Yeah, so the last one I wanted to include, even though it's super borderline, is I've got, like, a little Fitbit watch, and it has an app to go with it. Yes. But the reason I'm including it is that both exercise and sleep are super key for Mm -hmm. good mental health.
2: But it does do a gamifying thing, because my mom has one, Mm -hmm. and they participate in, like, a family... To weekly like yeah. competition of who's right. doing the most exercise. Yeah.
4: The same way SuperBetter right. encourages you to reach out to allies. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fitbit encourages you to develop a social group.
2: Uh, uh, and have these competitions network yeah. through your Fitbit right. to be like, oh, I walked the most this week, or you know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. it sort of makes a competition which drives people too. And yep. I've
4: learned a lot about um, just the quality of sleep versus just the quantity of sleep. Before yeah. I would know how many hours when I went to bed and when I woke up in the morning but I wouldn't know how much I tossed and turned whether I had dreamed whether there was deep sleep so in regards to sleep I used this um,
2: for a while I used this website that someone created on Reddit called Sleepy Time and it would tell you based on what time you needed to wake up what hours or what, like, different blocks of time where you should aim to fall asleep mm-hmm. in order to make sure you get through your REM cycle mm-hmm. and you don't wake up in the middle of your REM cycle. Mm-hmm. Because that's when you feel groggy when you wake up. If yeah. you wake up between the cycles, you're, like, you feel refreshed and you're like, oh, a new a day.
1: New, um, I think iPhone actually updated the bedtime function does the same thing. It does. And yeah. But this
2: was around, this was, like, years ago okay. when I was like, oh, my God, I need to figure out when to go to sleep to wake up on mm-hmm. time. And someone on Reddit just made this little website, sleepytie.me you know, mm. and uh, you put in what time you want to wake up, and it calculates, and it gives you a bunch of different times. That so stuff's so like, always
0: going to be a little bit hairy, though, because people sleep very differently. It's very individualized. It's, it's and true. That's where I think something like Fitbit is kind of necessary. It's, right, it's but this cause is cause it's you know, this is something that came along. Yeah, it's, this is technology that came it's better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. This just,
2: really helped, but the when they started adding it onto the, like the smartphone and all that yeah. stuff, it really like focuses on you specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you know, the one small bit that I'll say that. Um, that terrifies me about a lot of these like uh, gamifying our, our health type things is that a lot of a lot of times I think they have a little bit of an edge to them where it's just like do all of this productive stuff so that you can like be a better worker for like the your your bosses yeah. our corporate that overlords is, that is yeah. like that is like a lot of what I feel a lot of time and not not into the, the 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 devices themselves they're they're good but like the way that we talk about them.
1: Well, yeah, that's why I don't me. know if we might have mentioned this before, but like I listened to something about like really taking recreational drugs seriously into help in mental health. Yeah. And people saying like once that's actually commoditized how it's overly just used to like make you a better employee. Yeah. Like Real if you're less employee. stressed and you're more productive, well, then, well, hey, yeah, you're really give it like two,
0: give it like two decades and it's going to be like a normal thing for your employers to just be like hey, man, you seem kind of stressed. Why don't you go like t- go take Dump. a smoke break?
2: Yeah. Go, go yeah. smoke some weed. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, the boss boy. is just in the back with screens of everybody's like monitors. Let me see your woe
1: bit. Let me, <laughs> s- let me see your woe bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, can exactly. you send me the most recent scan of your woe bit? bit. Oh, no,
3: you definitely need terrifying. to be smoking more weed.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, but in terms of relaxing, um, one of the things I also want to talk about is I feel like video games are increasingly having the ability to put people in sort of a calm, relaxed, meditative state. And people spend a lot of money for good meditation. And there are actual meditation apps, Mm -hmm. some of which are pretty good. I Um, used one
2: um, for a while. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but I used it and it was great. It was like 10 minutes of meditation Mm-hmm. at a specific time during the day headspace. Like a,
4: headspace headspace yeah, there's even like slack add-ons for meditating mm-hmm. bizarre to me because it's a funny. corporate app mm-hmm. but um yeah
0: they want you to be this me, is your there, corporate the, mandated the meditation <laughs>
4: listening to someone talk at you while you sit still has yeah. never worked for me but yeah. there, oh it
0: works for me i
2: think it's like i yeah, come I'm out like from that stuff. and i'm just like oh man like this this sort of weight has been lifted
0: off of me
3: yeah
0: see my favorite uh my my my, my f- First meditation where I was just like, oh shit, this is really cool and I, and I should keep doing this, was one time when I was doing a meditation thing and I felt gravity and I was like, like I, like I felt like a certain, like I was being still enough and I felt like a certain weight and I was just like, what is that? And then the moment I got up, I was just like, oh shit, I was literally feeling the air pushing down on my skin. That's mm-hmm. fucking weird and yeah. awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, the closest thing for me is there's one called Sway and that is actually kind of builds itself as a sort of meditative thing. Unfortunately, it's only on iPhone right now. There's no Android version of this. I don't know why. But uh, what Sway does is it uses the motion sensors in your phone, and it encourages you to move, but very slowly, and to pay attention to what you are doing. Oh. And as you progress through the levels, it actually tries to get you to slow down more hmm. each time. So that by the time you're in the last one, you have a really great potential freedom of movement. Um, but... At a very slow pace, one that does tend to put your heart rate down mm. and put you in a very relaxed um, nice. state. So I found that to be useful for me in a way that other meditation tools were not. Mm. Uh, and it partly felt like I was gamifying things. It's like the dance dance revolution of meditation, you know.
1: Mm. Did it look like Tai Chi or Qigong, sort of, or just
3: not? All even? it is
4: is just a soothing looking picture mm-hmm. on your phone. But you're listening to music, mm-hmm. and the music changes depending on your movements. And if I you see. move too Ooh, fast, it'll be a dissonant sound. And uh, you won't like it, so you'll feel motivated to calm down. And when you do, it'll give you a nice <laughs> little sound. I like this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is so during meditation. Uh, it's, it's during meditation. It's not for like if I'm sitting just doing something low key. You can do
4: it any time. Like okay. you could p- put this on your headphones while you're waiting. I, for I like the that, you to pull up. Mm-hmm. For that you put on your meditation voice for that question. It might look a little silly mm-hmm. swaying back and forth, but you can do that.
0: I mean, mm. you'll look about as silly as most New Yorkers.
4: Right, exactly. So. Mm. Most
2: New Yorkers look pretty silly on a regular basis because yeah, as Steve. I was waiting outside, there was a guy on Snapchat talking to his phone like this walking down the street.
0: Steve is holding his hand up very
1: high in an awkward way. Doing, doing the, doing the, the snap, You do one of these? The, the, do you do the high selfie, snap? high because high selfie. Because you, you have to do the the high, high selfie. selfie. High, that's high altitude, altitude. High, that's high altitude selfie. <laughs> high
2: altitude selfie yeah. this, you yeah. have to go high <laughs> selfie because that's where you look your best. <laughs> Like you never stuff, you never look good when you open your phone like this. You're yeah, because like, okay. everything sags down.
1: Welcome yeah.
0: to
2: yeah.
4: Steve
0: Explained
2: Selfie Podcast. In
4: any case, that's um, not
2: me explaining. That's common knowledge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you never want your skin to sag. Yeah. That I'm that a, that I'm, a are idiot. Like I'm a selfie <laughs> idiot. I'm
4: a selfie idiot. Yeah, maximization. In any case, uh, another couple of games that feel like they're putting me into that kind of calm state. Um, one is Flower, which I have on PlayStation at home, and it's very much this soothing sense of you're just you know. Flying around as an unembodied person, uh, trying to touch all the flowers, and you get petals in the I air. I think of it you as you're the wind. Uh, yeah, you're basically the wind.
0: Yeah. She's like the wind? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Is that a reference to something? I don't know.
4: There's a song by that. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, look at but Steve yeah, right yeah. So, but Flower also has a nice little environmental message if you actually play it to the end, mm-hmm. and it has some achievements that can be fun to unlock. So that even if you played it before, if you kind of want to get into that calm state again, you have a reason to do it to play it more than once.
2: Mikey's playing footsie with me.
4: Um, mm-hmm. I also like I Love Hue, which has something like a thousand little uh, color puzzles. To mm-hmm. do in a row. And I guess it's this nice kind of it's, soothing music. That's a
2: relaxing game.
0: I've played a little bit of that. That game is not nice. relaxing to me because I suck at colors.
4: Well, and I, I can
3: you with that.
0: I'm I he sucks at colors. That, that sounds I'm, like Colors. A colors. colors. Collars? Not collars. I <laughs> colors. I suck
2: at colors. How does this work?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk my dogs.
2: I'm, I'm bad at colors too, but like the three puzzles I got through before anxiety kicked in. Oh, I'm yeah. on like 20, uh, 20 something.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, can we say some games? Sure, Please. Journey, of course, mm-hmm. the J- follow to flower. Journey's,
2: I love Journey. That's such a good game. Mm-hmm. That is Abzu. a relaxing, that's mm-hmm. a game that... Um, Abzu, Abzu is very yeah. good. I have to play Abzu. But Journey is a game where, like, you also have to rely on people. So if you're not good at that, you, you may need to rely on the person that's there. You don't know if their intentions are good or not, or if mm-hmm. they're trying to help you or not. But, like, it... it Helps you to show
0: like, hey, try, yeah. mm-hmm. see if they're there to help you. Like, put yourself no, yeah, out there that, that with that, that like, person. That like weird human connection that you get in
2: that yeah. game is yeah. very because cool. yeah. I remember
4: this I could be very powerful for a shut in.
2: I played that, that game. To try that game. Um, start mm-hmm. to finish with the same person. Yeah, and that's he like he fun. would like he she I don't know yeah. they um, they would like be like oh hey come over here with the little little the little one like little symbol you could do little shout-out. pulse and. At first, I was like, I don't want to play with that guy. So I started running away. And he mm-hmm. stood there, and he kept doing it, kept doing it until I noticed. And I ran back, and he showed me, like, there's a secret here. And mm-hmm. then he would do that throughout the whole game. So, like, ultimately, he was my guide. Yeah. Right? That's he was great. showing me through all the stuff. He had the white robe and everything. And I was just like, oh, my God. You had
4: yeah. a mentor. Yeah. That's I had really someone. Great. And he
2: just he stayed with me through the whole game. And I was just like, oh, my
4: God. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that connection, you can't really... It's hard to simulate that sort
0: of connection because... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so I, I, I have know. two I have two games that I consider meditative. One of them is going to make some sense. The other one's probably going to confuse people. But the first one is Tetris Attack and Puzzle, Puzzle League. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to say basically Tetris the same game. to
1: Tetris effect. I haven't
0: played Tetris Effect. Tetris um, effect I'm actually yeah, bad at classic pretty... Tetris. So mm-hmm. that, not so much. That, but Tetris, Tetris Effect Attack. really helped me um, with Tetris because I've been bad
2: at it oh, before. Oh, okay, cool. Tetris Effect is a much... It's a more atmospheric approach with the music and mm. the levels being designed like together, and then the Tetris just being there also. Okay, so it's not as difficult.
3: But as like other with, Tetris in games. the case
0: of in the case like I just, I, if my mind isn't moving a mile a minute, I'm like like I actually like I have a lot of trouble doing classic meditation because I just like shutting my brain up is like impossible. So well, my version me of meditation this on a um, weekly
2: basis, I have to, have to say something stupid, right? Because my brain is just like,
0: <laughs> right? So like, I, it's hard for me too. And so for me with Tetris attack, like what's meditated to me about that is just like, it's so engrossing, like the flow basically that you get into is so engrossing. And I'm just like not thinking while I'm doing all these things. Yeah. That's like, that's like a different way to achieve not thinking mm-hmm. as opposed to meditating. Then the other one that has a similar effect, but I feel like, no one would consider meditation but I kind of do as doom the recent one <laughs> <laughs> because no, you know blood don't... and gore and all that stuff but like when when I'm genuinely like having a good run of like a comedy or zone. whatever yeah it yeah. has a similar effect and I'm just and then there is also just a small part of me that is like always you know kind of angry at the world so I get to you know punch demons well, in the I face would, and I would say no oh, you know any, naturally any
1: music <laughs> rhythm game without any um fail state like child of Eden or mm. situs which I'll be describing where you your You know music Anything that's Rhythmically based That accesses your Right brain mm-hmm. You know Is going to be Inherently sort of Calming or Meditative I think meditative Demo is on. from The
2: same developer As Cytus oh, I think I, I But know. I loved that game Because it was Piano music um. And piano music isn't, Is inherently soothing
3: yeah. On
2: some levels Like a lot of it mm-hmm. So the guy who Composed a lot of the songs They were very like Soothing songs But it was still That rhythm based Sort of um, DDR kind of like Tap this at the right time
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I really like that, and that gets me sort of in a place where, like, okay, I'm listening to the music, but I'm also, like, engaging myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, I'm trying to think of any games that, like, I find relaxing, but I don't have anything like off the top of my head.
4: Yeah, mm. we can always come back to it as well. But um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was games that actually go out of their way to try and depict mental health in a way that's realistic and, instead of just kind of entertaining and... and
2: mm-hmm. Hellblade? Know,
4: false. So my favorite is Hellblade Send You a Sacrifice. Mm. It's a very God. intentional attempt to depict schizophrenia. That game
2: it really opens your eyes to it because from the mm-hmm. first moment you put your headphones on and it's loading up and, and she's the in knocking. the boat. And the first voice you hear is right over your shoulder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is, it really gives you an idea of like what's going on. And yeah. And like, I
0: mean, the first credit that pops up during the sequence is in in combination, the historical consultant and the psychological, and the psychological consultant. consultant. So like that shows you where their priorities are.
2: I played that game for a half game. an hour before I had to like stop and put it down and mm-hmm. became overwhelmed.
4: because yeah. so I
2: was just like, oh my God, I can't
0: with the doubt, like I'm, the doubt just creeping yeah. into your head. Like you yeah. can't do this. I'm replaying it in vr
4: it's so good is
0: it vr they released a vr mode for it which is it.
4: great
3: yeah. i do want to point out this There's one moment like in the game that. it comes
4: pretty close to the beginning and it actually puts this message on the screen the dark rot will grow each time you fail so mm. you see this dark yeah. like her veins are turning black and this happens after she's died she kind of comes back alive but she has this dark rot on her and it says the dark rot will grow each time you fail if the rot reaches senua's head the quest is over, and all progress will be lost. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. It's also not true. You can die an infinite number of times. And it will never actually happen. But oh, you as okay. a player don't know that.
0: No, no, no. It depends oh. on the difficulty. Really? I can, yeah, yeah it. it can delete its own save. It, oh. Yeah. I Maybe thought you just so. have to be
4: on a hard enough yeah, setting. Yeah, I thought or so. I think it was on an auto setting or something like
0: that. The, the default is auto, where yeah, it'll where a little you go to hard, it'll hard. actually it'll yeah. delete
4: it. It will actually delete it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
0: can delete itself. Oh. It's, it's very hard to do. It's very hard to do. Yeah. But like it, they but still. But I've heard the game isn't that difficult. I mean, if you've played a lot of action games, sure. But it's mm-hmm. not easy. Oh
1: okay. yeah.
4: It's not the hardest game I've ever played. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like I came off
0: of it playing like God of War and I feel like that had me nice and sharp, so I was able to get through it yeah. pretty pretty well. But like Did you play on hard? Duh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, I think we're yeah. talking. I thought about you were normal making normal fun of me policy. for the fact yeah. that I never ever do that.
4: So, in any case, I, I do want to point out that they they pretty much got that one right.
0: Yeah,
4: and uh, that it does instill a sense of paranoia in you as a player.
0: And they and if you and look doubt. at videos of the Self-doubt. making of. Like, yeah. can I do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing like when you get hit by an enemy, and then like the little voices are just like, "You can't do this! You can't do this!" It's just like, "Damn it! Shut up!" But even when but you're just like walking towards a door, and they're like, "No, don't go there!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go, that too.
2: Not, no, it's yeah. not safe. Don't do it.
0: But the and you're just like, I know it's not safe. But <laughs> <laughs> the um, what do you call it? But like like we said, they, that was their priority was to try to capture psychosis, and they actually brought in people who suffer from these things, and they like yeah. play, showed the game to them, and even those. people... People were like, "This is a pretty good representation of this shit." Yeah. So, you know.
4: So, if you ever want to know what that's like,
0: yeah, yeah. play it, but you use go. headphones.
4: Yes, yeah, definitely headphones. Uh, so, another one I want to point out as being really good is that dragon cancer. So, I went ahead and played that. I hadn't played it yet. Uh, it's about a family where the mm-hmm. a one-year-old boy is diagnosed with brain cancer, mm-hmm. uh, and the first scene is his father trying to explain to that boy's brother
3: Mm. why
4: why is your brother like not able to speak even though he's old enough to Mm. why can he not do the things other kids can do
2: which game is this I'm sorry
4: that That dragon Dragon cancer this is
2: one that has always been on my radar to play because I hear they handle it really well
4: but it is uh, an emotional ringer it's talking about grief and mourning and hope uh, and how to deal with this kind of medical medical tragedy? Yeah. That's just a tremendous toll on your mental resources for everyone in the family, and it and it strains the relationship between those mm. those people as well.
0: How does it How does it differ? Do you think from well? How does it use being interactive and being a game? Does it, does it benefit from that? Is it like a unique experience yeah, it, through that?
4: It really is. Uh, it does use some of the tropes of video gaming to try and tell the story. So the reason it's called that, Dragon Cancer, is at one point they literally embody the cancer as a dragon. And then you're on a platformer type of game trying to survive, mm. trying to beat the dragon, but you can never win.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, in another part of the game, there's sort of a driving game where you're trying to pick up... You know, treatments, whether it's pills or radiation or whatever, to try and keep going longer. But again, no matter what you do, eventually you are finished making the rounds. Hmm. And you get what you get, but then you're done.
2: Did anyone um, play Night in the Woods? I heard that did a good yeah, job Yeah,
1: Night in the yeah. Woods is also a game yeah. about yeah. mental health um, that was pretty well. Because so I feel
2: like that one, came, that one comes to mind when I mm. think of games in that mm-hmm. vein of like, dealing with mental health. Yeah. And I think making games about it is one of the best ways to engage people in it. Mm -hmm. because games as an interactive experience, they sort of immerse you in that world. Yeah. And to immerse someone in what it's like to have these problems is really important so people understand why, like, it's so taxing.
4: Well, right. I I think a big part of what's going on here is trying to increase our empathy as a society for people who are dealing with this stuff.
2: Because people, a lot of people want to trivialize mental health, Mm -hmm. and that's the way it's been for a long time, and finally it's coming to the forefront where this is a bigger problem than, than people have always said it is. Right.
4: Uh, So my favorite part of That Dragon Cancer is actually in the hospital room, and it treats as a sort of a problem-solving game. The little boy is clearly very sick.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: He's dehydrated. He wants to drink, but if he does, he's just going to vomit and get more angry, more upset, and it's just very difficult. Hmm. And as with the rest of the game, you're not going to win, right? This kid's not going to suddenly get better. Hmm. What actually happens is it waits until you give up. (laughs) It waits until you give up, and then the boy quiets down on his own. And it feels like a blessing. Hmm. But it's also, like, it's really turning video game tropes on its head.
0: Yeah, because you actually have to, like, give up your agency almost. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: to stop trying.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Hmm. So, anyway, I I did enjoy that game. It has some really strong religious overtones at the end, Mm -hmm. because one of the characters, the mother, is very religious, and you see that, um depicted right Mm. in any case the the last game on my list is what became of Edith Finch Mm -hmm. so this is a woman that's been living away from home after a a long time away she goes back to visit her childhood home which she remembers had a lot of rooms she wasn't allowed to go into Hmm. and she finds out that these were rooms for members of the family that were long deceased or which were hidden from her some of the family has a strong tendency towards mental illness. So you have a, a dude in the basement that's been living there most of his life. He never goes outside, and the family hides him from everyone else. Jeez. Uh, but the most interesting one is they've actually built additional rooms on the top of the house, mm-hmm. and there's this guy at the top named Lewis, And uh, Louis, um, this is not giving too much away, um, commits suicide at a fairly young age, and they depict the mental process that he goes through that leads him to that decision.
3: Hmm.
4: Um, And it starts and ends with his psychologist's note, um, basically telling the family what happened and apologizing that she wasn't able to do more. But you actually experience the fantasies he creates in his head Mm -hmm. to entertain him from a really bleak, difficult life And how he comes to believe in those fantasies more than the real life
3: Mm. and
4: eventually kind of rejects his actual life as not good enough and decides that killing himself is as if he's going to go live in his fantasy world (laughs) for the rest of time. So you're going to get to experience that and see how powerful that lore can be. Yeah. But you also get to see the effect of his loss on the rest of his family through the rest of the game. Yeah. So you see both sides of that. Yeah. And it, I don't think I've ever seen that before. It
1: reminds me of a, um, a friend of mine actually does like a art exhibition for his students. And um, they handle difficult topics. One of the topics was suicide. And he actually sort of had like a box, like an Amazon box. And he cut a oval in it and made a noose. And so the noose was the opening. So outside the box was like a darkness when you look in, it's like a field, and mm-hmm. having kids, and clouds, and rainbows, and you know, there's a little excerpt of like, you know, like this is what people often think is on the other side of suicide. Just mm-hmm. like, hmm. you know, this life is so bleak, this life is so dark. You know, uh, this, there must yeah. be something. Grass is always greener. Yeah, there must the be side. something. If you can you make know, your own better. grass, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> philosophical argument: if 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 suffering is negative and and nonexistence is zero, right. That's the logic of depression. Anything would
2: be better than this. Uh-huh. Sort of, that's the mentality yeah, people yeah.
4: have. Yep. Or in the case of this guy, if your imagination is able to come up with something just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Why yeah. wouldn't you want that? So um, the, the flip side of this kind of very careful, thoughtful depicting of mental health is the severe trivializing of mental health that you see in (laughs) some Before
0: we jump into that though I did want to talk a little bit about Celeste because I think that that fits into the the mental health category like helping understand mental health and Mm -hmm. I really liked that game's uh, depiction of it because it um, it starts off and your character is basically just she's just very motivated to climb this mountain and it's not really clear why uh, and then when some people kind of press her on it, it's just kind of like, she's just like, I, I want to finally c- complete a thing that I said I'm going to do. And so you get this, you know, you, it's, it's through the conversations you get like, she's just sort of like a quarter life crisis kid who's like, uh, oh, I'm just doing this work or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she, she has a lot of anxiety around things and like panic attacks. And, um, and then as you go through the mountain, cause it's all kind of magical, she literally starts to see like the embodiment like like a shadow version of herself and at first she's like she comes to a conclusion of like oh you're all of the 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 bad parts of me and like i need to get rid of you kind of thing Mm -hmm. i like like i don't need you anymore right like she has what she thinks is like this strong moment of like "I, i i don't need you anymore i'm gonna get rid of you like this will be over right and then shadow version of herself reacts so scared and 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 viscerally to that that she pulls her down to the bottom of the mountain again Mm -hmm. and the only way they get back up is by she actually apologizes to her shadow self and is like hey i'm sorry that wasn't that wasn't cool i can see now how scared you are and that like you've actually helped me get through a lot of things and so that's i think that's really important like the, the overall the the game is actually saying like you have, to, you have to actually cooperate with this. You can't get rid of this, which I think that's one way that a lot of stories, unfortunately, might trivialize that if they're going for a mental health angle is to just be like, oh, you just need to shed that. You need to get rid of that. And this has a more healthy approach of like, you'll never get rid of that. You have to work with it.
2: It's about living with it.
0: Yeah. Well,
4: and, and sometimes you know? things that seem negative, they have their own purpose.
0: It. You it's know? not something that goes
2: away.
4: Your your fear may be there for a reason. Right. Maybe times you need to you, listen to it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you cope and keep moving forward? Yeah. With this part of you.
0: And so, like the moment, the moment when when they actually kind of like decide to cooperate, it actually has this amusingly tropey game thing where like. They merge together and then it literally says like level up. And the game doesn't have any concept of like
3: <laughs> typical Love,
0: leveling up, yeah. but you do get the ability to do two dashes instead of one.
3: Oh, cool. And
0: so like that actually it, it does actually make you feel more powerful. But like that game made me cry. Like legitimately, like they 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 modeled that relationship so well where it's just like they 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 they, they they managed to write the pitfalls in a way that was affecting, and then they managed to write the kind of catharsis, cathartic like reunion synergy or whatever in a way that was also very well done and moving. And the gameplay's freaking awesome. So I want to know. I highly
4: recommend it there, too. Yes.
0: So okay. this is great. So
4: in terms of trivializing mental health, the most common thing I see is what I call a sanity meter. It's no different from saying you have a health meter, so you get a little red bar, and when it's out, you're dead. <laughs> uh, or a little blue bar, that's your magic uh, your amount of mana that you have available to cast magic spells in some games. So Mental Health Bar, I've seen it be green, for example.
2: The only s- game I ever played was a board part. game yeah. called... Um, oh, I was in the Call of Cthulhu series.
4: hmm there's a gonna Call gonna of Cthulhu
1: Bloodborne. game that has... Yeah, well, they, uh, that deals with the lore, there's sanity, and as you lose sanity, you start to see... You know the Cthulhu right. and all the, the all the horrors. Yeah, right. And you see it you most get. often in what in those
4: kind of horror crazy? type gothic games, uh, like a haunted house, or mm. there's a demon after you. Or something. Well, well, it's
0: um, just funny to house think of. On on the will have sanity. Yeah, it does. It betrayal. Does, right? on, betrayal, right? betrayal House on, on the Hill. Yeah, yeah. House yeah. on yeah. 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 the Hill. So well, it's. I think. I think what's interesting and false about that that kind of design trope, though, is like it it has the idea that sanity is a thing that like a demon can attack you with and take, like, it's very kind of almost like old school puritanical. Like you have a mental health problem. It must be a demon or something that has afflicted you. And like, there's, you know, it, there, there's an evil thing mm-hmm. that is causing damage pour that salt that you need on to get rid of you. or fight or exactly. Right, there's
4: no sense that you might have something internal that's causing this problem. It's, it's an outside force that's affecting mm-hmm. you somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so effects of low sanity meter include fuzzy camera, Uh, heavy breathing or whimpering by the character that you're embodying Uh, and hallucinations things like blood running down the wall or little bugs running across the screen uh, or just warped looking appearances Mm. statues whose eyes follow you around is (laughs) is pretty common Uh, so american mcgee's alice the health bar is actually a sanity bar Mm-hmm. And since the game is based on the idea that there's a woman and a, a young girl asylum, in a right? insane asylum, In a an insane asylum, mm-hmm. uh, her journey is an attempt to wake up. So her health bar kind of is her yeah. m- mental. Sounds like the movie Sucker Punch too. Energy yeah. to get up, to get out. Yeah, I
2: played that yeah. game. Yeah, American, American McGee's. Space. I played the second. Um, I Madness it. Returns.
1: Yeah, the one on Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, there's one called Amnesia
4: the Dark Descent yeah. where they have uh, a mental health kit you can pick up to get more sanity.
0: That what?
4: It's, it's laudanum which is uh, an opium-based yeah. okay. all from back in the day because this is an old-time <laughs> It does take, game. yeah, it
2: does take place in an olden time but like it yeah. does that thing where, You said Dark Dungeon? No, in olden time. Um, it's Amnesia the Dark Descent.
1: Got, gotcha.
2: But like as the monster gets closer to you, you experience the fuzzy camera, mm-hmm. the heavy breathing <laughs> and like those things persist until you get more of the Ludden get some drugs. And
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you literally drug yourself to make those effects go, away. Right?
2: There's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem is by far the funniest. You can see videos online where it shows oh, you all effects that of that game. <laughs> so, the funniest things are when they go beyond just the typical effects, and they start to do things that seem like glitches in the game. Yeah, the fourth wall
0: breaking ones.
4: Right, so it'll have an effect where it seems like your arms have been cut off.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then
4: if you try to equip anything that requires arms, it'll tell you you can't. Because you believe you don't have any, so you can't carry a sword or mm. wear a coat.
0: Yeah, and you basically are just like, "How did I mess up? How did I lose my arms?" And then the game snaps says, back to reality. Right, and
4: actually says, "This can't be yeah. happening." My, no, my over favorite, and over again. my
0: favorite one by far was there's there's one that they do where they put up like a fake volume bar, and it's like starts at the top and then it goes to like bottom, and the game is muted, and it just so happened that the their fake volume bar that they made up looked like my TV's volume bar, yeah. and so I was playing like in the middle of the night, and that happened. And I thought like I sat on the remote Obviously because I've done that before But then I look (laughs) over at like the bureau And the remote is clearly right over there And I'm
1: just like hmm What um, <laughs> a game to actually do that again because we've come so far with technology, how, how, how devices can control other devices. Uh-huh. It's just you like could do you that can now. do a game and it, you'll literally freak tons and tons of people out. <laughs> it would be
4: great. So yeah. one of the things this game does is it pretends to delete all your save files. Oh that's mm-hmm. a funny
1: one
0: too. And
4: yeah. then it just like, oh no, that was just a joke. Is yeah, you just
0: the, and, and the way like they do it is like you press the save button and the save and delete button are next to each other, right? And then like the message that pops up that you know is like, oh, you're saving the game. Like, don't remove the memory card or whatever. It says deleting your save. Don't remove the memory card. And you're just like, what? No, <laughs> I pressed the
3: wrong button.
0: And it's just no. like, ah, fucking with you. That one cracks <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah,
4: that was terrible. Um, and so there's one called Fear Effect, which I haven't haven't played, but I just wanted to note it because what they call it is a fear meter. And mm-hmm. when it gets to zero, you literally have a heart attack and die.
0: Yes, I remember that. So it
4: that might one. as well be a second health bar. Oh, the fun at that game. Um, so my, my point with these is we've kind of taken mental health and we've treated very cavalierly, and I sort of feel like we need to s- take a step back and think, right, what we're, what we're doing here. Maybe if you call it like a horror bar or something that's more appropriate yeah. to the genre, then I'm going to be less annoyed by that. Mm. I, I understand what they're trying to accomplish. I just think we really want to be careful about making any... Making there be any similarities with actual mental health issues that
0: we yeah. people have. And, and yeah, and the problem with some of the stories is a little foundational. When you talk about eternal darkness, to some degree, American McGee's Alice, and definitely Amnesia, Dark Descent, like, you're, the concept of like, gothic horror is very entwined with the idea that sanity is something that can be sapped out of you, and I don't know how you do that in a way that is fair to like, mental health realities. Like, mm. to some extent, that's a genre problem, I feel like. so It could, um, it
1: could I mean, there are they're acquired, and then there are congenital. So, I mean, you mm-hmm. could be talking about people who you're born with this, you know. In a sense, we technically all are. We could have the capacity to become mentally for ill sure, all, sure. all of life. But then there are definitely syndromes and diseases that you are born with. Mm-hmm. It'd and be interesting you, and to... You, and, and it's sort of like... Your yourself is sapping your sanity and you have right. to actively work, mm. you know, yeah. in, you know, behavioral talk therapy, medication, sure. anything mm-hmm. to work to keep.
0: That. I would I would love mm-hmm. to see a, like a mm-hmm. gothic horror story like Cthulhu or some or some other shit like that about someone who already has struggled with mental health. And therefore, when this stuff starts happening to them, they're actually better equipped to deal with this yeah, shit. Isn't that, it that like is. Evil Dead? Maybe. I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that's probably... I mean, just old, old Ash and stuff. I mean, yeah. wasn't that the thing that he was kind of... I'm not... I don't remember. That was the so. general
4: gist today. Of, yeah. Okay. Of the concept, yeah. I, I would say this. There, it's very common in games for your health pool to get larger as you level up, as you mm-hmm. gain mm. um, experience in the game. I've never seen a sanity meter where you gain resilience and get more sanity.
3: Mm. Yeah. Right?
4: So I would like to see that, actually. And I would like to see a better de- depiction of how sanity works in the concept of a game. It's a little more realistic. We, we put these uh, player characters through some really horrific stuff. It's really common to have family members die as part of a video game to motivate them to go yeah. do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, some series are all uh, based on the idea that they've just lost someone and they're not entirely over it and they're on this grand quest mm-hmm. in part as their way of grieving. Mm-hmm.
2: I think a better way to do it would not have sanity meters at all. Yeah. But just show the growth of the character within the game
4: mm-hmm.
2: through story elements. Yeah. And and or the character and the way the character reacts
0: to Well, stuff. I, I wouldn't Endless. go that far. I don't think we have to I, I mean, it might be a, 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 there's, there's a healthy amount of that 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 could be done and needed for sure. But I actually think like you could use sanity bars and stuff, but, like, rename it or rebrand it or whatever and actually try to depict what struggles in mental health might actually look like. Like, for, for example, in Phantom Pain, when you start off because you were just coming out of, like, a medical coma type of thing, the first, like, 15 minutes, your character's, like, stumbling around in a very scripted way but it does to some degree give you that feeling of just like wow I'm like very not capable right now I really can't like I'm struggling to move kind of thing and I feel like if you tied uh, some kind of resilience bar or whatever you want to call it to to some kind of game like there could be something where it's just like literally hard to move mm-hmm. harder to move because you are depressed or something like mm-hmm. there's there I think there are ways yeah. that you could play with that yeah
1: I mean we could think of like you know sort of diseases like Tourette's or OCD and say like mm-hmm. how could you gamify like maybe on your button you would attack and you didn't want it you know to attack was sure. just right. like wait no I didn't press that why yeah, did that? yeah. or OCD you know mm-hmm. you're obsessed with like Specific orders or things, or if something right. isn't so the right instead way, right. your yeah. Character yeah. gets frustrated. It fucks with
4: it. If it right. yeah, in- inst- instead with of you. when you're sitting there idle, your character doesn't do anything. Maybe they just start cleaning random surfaces nearby. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. they can't help it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would love to see some better depictions of, of mental health in video games. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and the oopsie award for accidental good depiction.
4: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> Silent, Silent Hill is a to me like a kind of a keystone in this way. So uh, it's very common with personality disorders, like borderline personality disorder, narcissistic personality Mm -hmm. disorder, maybe to a lesser extent, something like um, borderline uh, personality disorder, manic depression, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a concept of splitting, or they might call it black and white thinking, or all or nothing thinking, where a person can go very quickly from everything is good, I've got great hope in the world, to everything is terrible. Uh, nothing ever works, I hate everyone, everybody hates me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or, in, in some cases, you'll see uh, this is the good guy and this is the bad guy, and I have this very clear sense of right and wrong, mm-hmm. and then some new information comes to life and I swap them. Now the bad guy is the good guy and the good guy mm. is the bad guy. Um, so Silent Hill wasn't designed to do this. Silent Hill was based in part on... Um, This little city in Pennsylvania called Centralia, where there was a coal mine. And they were trying to set fire to the landfill to burn up all the trash. And they Mm -hmm. accidentally, some of that trash fell into this super deep shaft. And still decades later, this started in 1962, that fire is still burning like 45 years later. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To this day. To this day. (laughs) So there is smoke and coal ash in the air. And this town is frozen in the 60s, right? The buildings are still there, they're, they're broken down, nature's taken over to some extent. So in the original Silent Hill game, this guy loses his daughter, there's a car crash, and she's somewhere in that city, and it's a dangerous place. There's um, parts of the road opening up into this deep, these deep pits, and he's terrified that his daughter has fallen into one of them. So he has to go and look for her. Maybe she's in the school, maybe she's in the hospital, you know, maybe she's in the church. Where? What, what would a young girl think is a safe place to go in mm-hmm. in a dangerous city? Um, and as he's searching for her, even even though it's kind of a old derelict place, you still have this sh- strong sense of hope. He really believes he's going to find her. Uh, and then every once in a while, he reaches the end of, like, his current journey. Like, she's nowhere in the hospital. I really thought that's where, that's where she was going to be. And he, he just gets disappointed and, and depressed about it. And the world turns into this horrifying hell world, right? Where now there are demons and monsters around every corner <laughs> chasing him. And, and he just feels like he's never going to reach her. And it's all he can do to stay alive. He's terrified. Um, and it turns into a real good classic horror movie at mm. that point. And, and eventually he manages to get back out of that place. He's out of the hospital, church, whatever. And it turns back into um, a sleepy little town mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere where surely his daughter is somewhere <laughs> so he has these splits yeah uh and it was just a game mechanic i think originally uh i would really recommend playing the second game as a good example in this case the guy's looking for his uh, ex-wife that he believes is dead but he, get a me- he gets a message a, a letter that only she could have written that sends him t- sends him to this place so mm. we're both dealing with issues of mourning, but we're also having that same phenomenon of splitting. Mm. And in this case, his uh, wife actually splits into two different characters, two personalities. There's a good version of her, an evil version of her, and it's not clear what's real and what's not. Mm. So, um, yeah, they sort of accidentally stumbled on a pretty good depiction of what that might feel like to, to have your brain do this thing where... You're looking at the same world, but you're seeing it in a completely different way. Hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Accidental award.
4: Accidental oopsie <laughs> award. For oopsie award. Oh, nice. I no. think
1: we can wrap this up. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah. Thank you for doing all the research. No, no problem. Um, deep dive into mental health. Um, so let's move on to what we've been playing. A lighter topic. A lighter topic. I don't know. I mean, we're starting with Greece. And I know that's supposed the musical? to be a little bit more. No. I'm going to keep
2: making that joke. That's supposed to be a little bit it. more than <laughs> Is this the one where you play Danny Zuko?
4: <laughs> no. No, Danny no Zuko I will say, though, there. you do start out this game and she moves very slowly.
0: hmm mm-hmm. That's true.
4: So it sort of has a depressing moment there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, I think it's pronounced Grease. I don't Mikey. not Oh, okay. Mikey is fading so, out into the distance. Out, but, <laughs> Go away, Mikey, <laughs> so oh no, the so, void has taken him, yeah, the void has taken him so Greece is a uh puzzle platformer uh out on switch and p c it is maybe three or four hours long, so it's, it's not bad. yeah, it's a nice short length. you can finish it in one or two afternoons um and it's in the vein of like uh Actually, I don't know that there's like side
2: and limbo ish based on the video I watched from a little bit in uh, that puzzle Switch platformer
0: kind of way, but
2: so, but I didn't really see mechanics in the video, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, so the I would say that in terms of like the complexity of the platforming, it is not as challenging as Celeste, it is not as god, I hope not. <laughs> to be
4: very accessible.
0: It's not as complex as um Celeste is so intimidating for me. Celeste is hard.
2: I'm so int- I'm stuck in the hotel?
0: Ah, the hotel with, with the, the goopy Oshido. stuff. Yeah, like the goopy Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goopy walls that are causing me an issue. Gotcha. Yeah, those are hard. <laughs> um but yeah, it's not as it's not as challenging at that. It's not as there's not as many like varied mechanics or whatever as like uh well, I wanna say not as many as like a typical Mario or Rayman game. I think that's accurate. The thing is but, I'm looking for something light. So yeah, this is light. You know? So yeah. so the 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 platforming starts off pretty straightforward. I would say that it reaches a point towards the end where um it was it, it did hit like a certain sweet spot of like, this is it's not um it's not stonewalling me, like but I would fail a couple things here and there, and in particular, I was definitely engaged in like how the different mechanics and things worked in the world. So that I'd look at a space, like the, the classic thing that you want out of a platformer is looking at a space and then mapping out your route, yeah. and then executing on it, and that gets pretty fun towards the end. Okay. Uh, but what really elevates this game is the music and the visuals are freaking awesome. Yeah. Like just, there's just no like sugarcoating how fucking pretty this game is, yeah. and how good the music is. Is this, uh, this a wear headphones on. while you play? Not necessarily, because just... like the music is just so like it's, like,
4: it's ambient you ha- feeling. Yeah, it is I've ambient gone back feeling. To punching
0: the mic. Oops! Uh oh! You punched the mic. Back yeah. to your old ways. Yeah, back to so, my old ways. No, the the um, the music is ambient feeling. There's no like voiceovers or anything like that per se. It's just letting it fill a room actually feels pretty nice. Uh, and then the visuals, just it has a pretty unique style to it where. I think everything is hand drawn. And then it also, on top of being hand drawn, because I think some things like uh, vanillaware games are also technically hand drawn, it has like this aesthetic that's very like sketched. So at the very beginning of the game, there's not a lot of color. And you see like big swaths of open space, but it's not just like a flat color. It has like a texture to it as it feels like a piece of paper kind of thing. And then as you complete levels, you're literally returning like color. And vibrance to the world. Would you liken it to Take On Me's music video for Aha?
2: Take On Me by Mm Aha, with Mm -hmm. self sketch world.
3: I don't know know
0: what what you just said.
3: Uh, (laughs) uh, Wow! And as soon
0: as as you were smiling and sharing that, I was like, "I'm gonna get judged right now." You're just failing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is the second musical reference I've made. I'm sorry.
1: you Sorry.
0: I do think in music so you will it. like the music of this game. And in particular the oh I see Mikey's trying to show me a video of it now. Uh no, it's not like that. It's uh it has its own feel. But the um He said the texture of paper and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I know something Vulcaria like Chronicles.
1: that. Chronicles
0: closer. Hmm. But um but but one of the things that's really cool about it is for example is um so so like it's, it's actually a kind of aesthetic that you can only pull off in HD, even though it seems like it might scale down well, um, because the definition in the lines is like very precise, and sometimes it zooms out pretty far. Have you played it on Portable? No, I haven't. I picked it up only on PC. On, only on... Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. I so you, when you... I thought, I thought you had it on Switch. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I can't vouch for Switch. I'm sure it still looks I'm sure very, it looks very good. fine, but... But it has this cool... Like, part of the thing that I think is really nice about the aesthetic is that there are parts where the game zooms out quite a bit, and there are parts where the game zooms in quite a bit, and it looks gorgeous at all scales. Like, it's just something about the like this aesthetic and the way that they did it where... It just it just looks freaking good. And what by the, by the time like you it's a very reach fashion
4: vector drawing.
0: Yeah, it has that vector drawing kind of feel to it. Yeah. And and it just it scales super well. Uh and then like just the the it it doesn't really have a narrative so much as it just captures certain feelings. And by the end of it, you you kind of have like a pretty good sense of just like I've I've don't know what the hell just happened, but I think I just successfully like recreated the universe or something. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not like any kind of spoiler. It just it just has a certain feeling to yeah. it that's There's really a sense, cool. There's
4: this sense like of a, an epiphany that's happening. It's un- something
0: like, like that. It yeah. sounds
1: like a yeah. 2D version of Journey meets Flower.
4: Yeah and it's
1: and and I actually like how abstract That's it is because it's not me. even
0: like you could you could explicitly look at flower and be like there's some environmentalist stuff going on there and then you can look at journey and you can say that there's some like reincarnation type of themes going on there uh Greece is like more open than that. And, and and in a refreshing way. It's not actually a frustrating kind of way. Like um compared to something like Celeste that definitely has its narrative and, and has its themes that are very I meant concrete. more of a
1: mechanics way, by the way. Ah yeah, okay, just okay, like okay. hooded figure, well, returning color to a world. Then
0: no, I would actually push back on that. I would say that it's uh, like the returning color to a world, yes for sure. Um I would say that this has more in common with light platformers, uh Like Imagine I don't know Imagine if Rayman Like Took the challenge A lot less seriously And then And and just really tried to create A really cool visual Audio experience To Mm -hmm. accompany Pretty good Puzzle platform me. stuff. Okay. So yeah, Greece is good.
4: I, w- I would say this: it's got this nice feminine aesthetic, and a lot of women can be hesitant to play platform games mm. because the original ones were very twitchy and reflex based. Yeah, mm. and um, women can have slightly slower reflexes than men, mm-hmm. so they would feel like I can't win at this game, so it's not for me.
0: Yeah, this one's really forgiving. This one is for you. Yeah, you mm-hmm.
4: should try it if you've never even played a platform game before. This is a good first one. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Uh, and then switching gears to a game that I'm just going to rip on.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's one of those. Oh.
0: So I you never do that. I, I do that occasionally.
1: Occasionally. Start, start, start. I just think of maybe twice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just put this on here because it's, it's ridiculous.
0: Steve, I'm not trying to contradict you. I'm just saying. So this is... <laughs> You look like the um, you look like the dude from from South Park, the, the dude who's playing World of Warcraft. Like the way that you're looking up like that, <laughs> and you have your beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. no, you just defeat me in a, in ways that <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, don't
2: know how to react. To. So I downloaded
0: so I downloaded this mobile game called Life Is a Game because I was kind of intrigued and I was just like, oh, uh, a mobile game that like is about like life, not about killing something right? That was pretty much why I downloaded it. It was free to download. And then I started playing it and it is this really weird thing where you're, you're just running from left to right and you start off and you're like a baby and you jump to pick up certain little icons that represent certain things. Like you're building up your intelligence. I think maybe when you're a kid and then when you're like in the working stage of your life, you're like choosing between, like, money and, like, relaxing activities Mm -hmm. by, like, choosing which thing to jump and get. And it sounds like it might be, like, like, it might be kind of interesting. But the thing that really pissed me off about this game is that, like, take a linear progression of, like, the socially accepted blueprint of what you're supposed to do in life Mm -hmm. and, like, put it onto a five-minute... Sort of random endless runner thing, and it just very quickly becomes annoying. So the first time that I I'm sure. So the first time that I played, I there's there's a part in the game where you're earning money and I didn't earn enough money to buy an engagement ring that would impress any women. Oh my
3: goodness. <laughs> this is so wrong on
4: someone. And so like
0: and so because I didn't get married, I was so unhappy that I died really early. And I was like... Oh,
4: my God. I was
0: like, this is hilarious. I
4: feel like that's... <laughs> talk about mandatory monogamy. That is it messed was,
0: up. It was so... Fu- like, it was... Com- I was playing this game, and I was like, this is comically... What's a good word? I don't, uh, like... Look, uh, man, I get
2: it. I can't afford a good engagement ring either, and yeah. I kind of want to die. <laughs>
4: I, th- I feel like I'm, I'm never ever going to play this game. It's, so, I'm like, not going to download it if it's free. It was. It was. She's going to look at it and I, be I like, "What is, is this?" One. I only diamond? played this
0: for 15 minutes, and I was just like in awe of like how like much it was pissing me off <laughs> because it was just like it was it was like society very subtly tells you that you must do these things so to have a game bash you over the head with like you must do these things or you will fail at the game way, I, I thought like, was really funny and insulting at the same time i,
4: I feel like in a way it, it informs my view of real life a little bit more
0: <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like i would just give this game to someone and just to, just so that they just so i could be like here's here's the default blueprint that that life is like to a young kid that life is going to give you like doesn't this suck doesn't this feel like you don't want to do these things? All right, cool. Take that lesson with you yeah. in life.
1: Like so, in spite of what this game has is reinforcing. <laughs> yeah. I guess.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. But I just thought that was like it was it was a very weird 15 minutes and I was like, I'll give you credit for for giving me something that's worth talking about, but <laughs> about And then aside from that, it, it also just like I I I, I might have been uh, pissed off, but still been having fun if, like, the actual um, game w- felt felt a little more fair and felt a little m- more like I'm actually learning how to play it or something. But it also yeah. just wasn't particularly It deep. just
1: seems rigid in its, yeah. its I it's guess, definitely, value or, yeah. or whatever you call And
0: And in progress. theory, I like the idea of, like, having having the confines of a... Uh, oh, oh! It, it's it's like jetpack joyride. That's the like oh, the way that your like character is always running, and then you just choose to like jump a his, little bit. His jetpack so, is a machine gun. Yeah, jetpack I'm joyride like, is amazing. It's adorable. But imagine that, and then like your pickups are actually uh, mutually exclusive in some ways. So like when you pick up money during the money stage, when mm-hmm. you're just like working, uh, you lose happiness each like money thing that you get, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But, which is. Weirdly accurate. Yeah, weirdly accurate. And then, like, you have to, like, kind of balance that with, like... I have to get enough money for the next stage where I have to buy an engagement ring. Yeah. Oh, and a car, and a car. And uh, <laughs> things are like the same Jeez. price. <laughs> and and then like you need to make wow. that choice. And then you also need to. <laughs> is are car?
1: You... Um, so I'm, I'm, car. I'm listening to Honestly. you with some sarcasm. Was this game making fun of itself or was it totally serious? No, I think
0: it was serious, man. Like, feel free to download, download it and like, play it. And right. Is it free? It yeah, reminds it's me of download. the
4: old board game Life, which had a lot of the same. Yeah, problems, that's actually. why I'm
0: just yeah, like, maybe. That you had to take. It a, takes itself yeah.
4: a little too seriously. Yeah, and like yeah. success is
0: clearly defined in a particular way that does not actually. You, you have to go it to happiness. Yeah, and it
4: assumes that the same things work for everyone. Everyone, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. So, but, but like, there's a few things like that thing in particular of, of in the middle of a action platforming thing, choosing which power ups in a way that like like that demands some quick thinking, but it kind of falls. Apart because it kind of feels sometimes like you're just fucked because enough money things didn't pop up or whatever. But mm, so, so but isn't that life?
1: the is game that is a, opportunities that. Uh, maybe, maybe, so, for
0: maybe, so. maybe it's actually I mean, a, an important lesson.
4: Die
0: <laughs> no, they just died, <laughs> I mean, they just died, wrong, they're alone. Right? <laughs> yes, oh so anyway, that's it for that random little mobile gem that just. Was a very amusing fifteen minutes of my life.
4: Okay. <laughs> Speaking of mobile gems. Yes, it's time for
1: Mikey's,
0: Mikey's mobile, mobile minute. minute.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so, hey, hey everyone, I've been gone, and I have not played any Same real, real game, uh, quote, uh, real games. I've only been playing mobile games. No. Just I, been hey, those are real go, games. Sure they are. I know they are. It's funny because I I've been gone for a while, and I and I haven't actually been. In the pull to play too many um, console releases. Which Maybe because it's, it's also f- been holiday I f- time.
3: I, f- yeah. I get it. Holidays. I get it because yeah.
2: I've been struggling to play games the past couple of weeks. Like yeah. really struggling. Like I'll it open might up just something. It be a
1: holiday time thing.
2: I don't think so because I've been like this, I was been like this for a minute. Uh, like right. I'm just struggling to find something that's sort
0: of relaxing i mean and not too once you had a wrestling match <laughs> in like an alternate universe like can i even come back okay, yeah, like, yeah I'm that's, like why, that. that's why that's why yeah no i think it sounds would like be a good like one. i
2: need something yeah. really light right now that's what mm. um, which is why i've been playing like undertale undertale is not so much going on as other games like The Witcher.
0: Well, it's, like, demanding, right? I think yeah. mobile games are usually yeah. less demanding. Yeah, and also That's I think thing.
1: maybe I've been, because it has been so busy, too, like, I've been missing out on other forms of media, so it's just like, okay, I kind of want to catch up on the show, but I can't play PlayStation and catch up sure, on the sure. show, so I'll do something mobile, or I'll do something on yeah. my Switch. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've uh, mostly I've just fallen onto mobile, so um, to get started, I have... I guess I can do this in order. So I first started with... Um, Kingdom Rush Vengeance, which oh. I think I had started, I had previously oh, you're doing talked the order about you played this. it Yeah, but um, I finished it. Gotcha. Where I'm on the last level, and um, I don't know if anyone is familiar with the Kingdom Rush series, but it's like yes. a really great. You art you introduced style. me to Kingdom yeah. Rush, and I love it. Yeah, hmm. um, it's a really great tower defense, um, game. Like the art style is like elves and dwarves and you know villains, and ah yes, first the race coming. of villains. Okay. Someone
0: that? has a device that is Shh. buzzing.
1: It's buzzing. Okay. And, Continue, um, Mikey. <laughs> and um, you basically go through, you know, uh, a world map, and you can pick a hero. So there's like an elf. There's like a sorcerer. There's a dragon. Um, the pay, the forms of monetization are at least in the original ones were just extra characters and like gems to buy like one-off like power ups to save you at the last minute. Are the
0: characters uh, like tied to your power though?
1: So each uh character has like a default move. Um you as you um go through levels you gain experience. So there's like a default move. There's usually a move that summons like their version of creeps, uh, like two mm-hmm. allies. Then there's like a uh like a AoE move and then some uh what do you call it passive stuff as well that mm-hmm. I you know that varies for characters. So Kingdom Hearts Vengeance As I do like, I
0: think Kingdom Kingdom Rush. Rush
3: Kingdom Rush.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, you see where it's gonna go. Kingdom Rush. This
2: happened before. (laughs) It does. Side story. You keep talking, you keep hearing Kingdom and your brain goes immediately to hearts.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. Tell Um, the story, please. So Steve text messaged me earlier this week and asked basically, I mean I think I asked him he asked me if I was getting Anthem, and I said no. He said he's gonna get it and then also for this to make sense Steve and I game share and then I asked oh are you getting kingdom as well and then he goes oh yeah i was looking at that and then he clarified and said kingdom 2 crowns cuz there are I multiple thought, kingdom games yes. i thought that there was a 2 crowns version of kingdom hearts cuz <laughs> it's square enix there's a billion you, versions let's of let's be game. honest with square enix naming conventions 358 over 2 Birth by Sleep, so like you out there. You didn't like
0: Final Fantasy, uh, Duo, Decim. Yes. Uh, yes. What the hell is that shit called? The, the, that series. What yes. is Duo, that
1: series um, called? Decidio, Duo, Decim, Dissidio, Dudo, my, Decim Final you, Fantasy. You, the rules for yes. uppercase, yes. lowercase, and punctuation. I think like Duo is lowercase, but Decim is uppercase. Yes. I, know. I think there's a period in between all care. of those. She's it's, having a great time. So, anyway, <laughs> it's <laughs> so told, stupid.
2: I told Mikey I would buy Anthem. And I also told him I would buy Kingdom. So I clarified and asked Two Crowns to make sure we both wanted the same version. Uh, He said,
3: yes. (laughs) I
2: went and purchased Kingdom Two Crowns. And then he he was confused why Kingdom Hearts wasn't in the game library. Or when I said, what are you
1: playing? And he was like, Kingdom. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're playing something else called Kingdom Two Crowns. I knew what the game was, but it was just more of like, I... You know, it was it was a very easy mistake to make. But anyway, <coughs> yeah, was it?
2: That's
1: <laughs> <Sure>. a <laughs> kingdom. And we rush. clearly weren't
2: having the same conversation.
1: That's a kingdom
0: you rush. So you said you finished Kingdom Rush.
1: Yeah, well, I'm on the last level, lo- like literally the last level. But I basically finished it. I don't think I'm going to go back. Okay. So Kingdom Rush: Vengeance. I, you know, I really don't hope they continue down this path. I has become a victim of its own monetization, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. It's and it's difficult. really funny yeah. because it, it's not. In a super, super egregious way, but I feel like if they go down this path, it's just gonna be like I, I don't know if I want to play this game. So just to make some comparisons with the previous edition, like I said, you go through a world map, you fight, you gain your heroes can get up to level ten, and you gain experience and you you order things. There's also an upgrade path that has like all of these passive abilities. So like your hero will have a little bit of strength, your your mage towers will do a little bit more damage. Your arrow towers will, something will happen, you know, just a, a different, there's different trees and there's four trees. Do you, In do the, you hit a paywall? Like, so effectively so I'll tell you, I'll tell design. you what happens. So before there used to be these one-offs that, like I said, you got with gems that you can earn from a mission, which is fine. When you did a level, you can continuously do a level to gain experience, to get your upgrades if you weren't that good. They mm-hmm. have since removed that. The oh, only way you can get upgrade points is if you beat a new level. Oh, that's so you whack. have to beat a new level in order to get an upgrade. Yeah, Isn't so like there's a, a l-
0: one to three star situation, too. So there's a limited pool to how much experience you could ever get before yep. reaching a certain level. Yep, which makes it very easy for them to go. This is effectively impossible unless you No, pay. not
1: necessarily. I don't think they make things harder, but okay. what, it is, what it is is that those one offs that you never really used in King the previous Kingdom, um, Kingdom Rush games. Oh, I've been using them. Okay. Where you earn gems. They're pushing so, you towards. Yeah. It. So gotcha. it's, it's more like that. Um, as I said, the characters, as far as like them, like definitely the more expensive characters are easier. I ended up buying like the dragon, and like it's just like wow, he's really overpowered. But mm. I kind of just wanted to get through the end of the game because I still do like the game. Okay. But I I would not be putting any more into their monetization. Also, just like so, I have to beat this level until I actually get it, and then that's it, and you can't. So it kind of left a, a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Needless to say, it's still okay, but I found like, you know, I literally found like sort of a one strategy to sort of like beat everything. And I think the community has said, oh. like, this has been mm. an, e- an easier, um, and you do oh, also you can buy towers. There were a perse- there oh. were a prescribed set of <laughs> towers that mm. you earn through like, you know, going as progression. Now you can actually buy other towers. With real world monies. However, mm. you know, you actually don't need them. The towers that are there are pretty overpowered. So it it kind of sits in this place of like, you made these decisions to make people repeat your game over and over again and not really have fun. But yet you gave them sort of the best towers in the game for you to blow through them. Because it only took me reading, watching one That's the tension between the business
0: and the design, right? Like you have designers who are like, no, this needs to be fun. And you have business people who are like, but we need to get them to pay some money. Yeah. And that's a fair tension and I you know, the foundation is I mean when you the foundation you pay is fine. for the
1: game, it's just sort of like, well, I paid for the game and
0: Oh, I- you actually paid for the game oh yeah, it's, it's not, not free a free to, to download no it's, it's not a free, to free to game and oh. that it's super
1: expensive it's either 3.99 or 2.99 so that's why my grievance yeah none, none of my grievances are that bad like i said okay. still the game is still fun but it's just sort of like this slow erosion of like mm. wow i really enjoyed the one we came on kingdom hearts uh kingdom rush <laughs> kingdom <laughs> rush front what kingdom i forgot Heart. what it was the one we where it was like you play the game you have it you can buy more gems for those one-offs, or you can buy new characters because mm-hmm. they're they're different. It's just like, oh, this is great. Just play it over and over. But okay. now it's just sort of like, you no, know, you have to engage with these systems. Gotcha. Um, That's too bad. Next on the list was uh, Ridiculous Fishing, which is older, and I know you've played it. And when I mentioned mm-hmm. it, I said it like I actually got a little... It was kind of emotional towards the end. So if nobody knows how Ridiculous Fishing is played, basically it's like a sort of 8-bit voxely sort of game where you put a line down... And your line goes down. And as you're going down, if you hit a fish while you're going down, that'll automatically pull your line back up. So what you want to do is maneuver and get as low as you can. And then as you're coming up, hook onto different types of fish. So each fish has a value. Each fish may, or or not of our negative values. So like jellyfish and some other sort of things will actually take points away from you. So once the fish come up on the line, they sort of explode into the air and you have a gun and you have to shoot fly fish and earn points. My favorite really, part. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> so as as far as progression goes, um, as far as progression goes, you upgrade the gun so you'll be able to shoot faster and, and the fish fly higher. Your line goes deeper. You get to add on like a sort of a an electric protective version. So in the form of like a hairdryer or something else. So you can get, so you, you can, can hit a fish, one fish, and but it and it'll, won't, still it won't, it'll still keep going down. It'll still keep going down. And then you get like a razor where now you can actually cut through fish. So if you come to a point where, oh, there's you one on the left and you can't avoid, you can yeah. hold down the touchscreen and it turns into like this little razor that cuts through the That's fish. It. But you only get, I think there's a time limit. And as you get this gas and as you upgrade, you get more gas. So there's about, you go down and basically each level, there's about five levels, I think, or four. You go down, you're, you're supposed to reach the depths. And once you reach the depth, there's a unique fish that's the most expensive. And once you reach the depth, usually you head to the next level. So I did that. I got the fish. And then I went back to a previous level where you went down and there was sort of like something encased. So it was a fun game. It probably took me two days to actually get through. Um, and then you see like a man encased. So once... And I remember this is... And this is not the last level. It's actually the level before. or Maybe it's like an infinite stage. Mm -hmm. So I lift up sort of like this statue or something or a man encased. And it goes up and you fly. And it goes all the way up to the sky, all the way up into like space. And then once it finally cracks... It was like a skeleton, and a skeleton has a fishing hat. Oh, there's also a system of like fishing hats where you can wear a tree and all these other things, but it doesn't yeah,
0: really it's just give pure you. cosmetic, I think, if Yes, I it's, it's
1: pre- pretty cosmetic. So you never beat ridiculous fishing, then? No,
0: no, no, I didn't. So, so I'm about
1: to spoil the end. No, of I don't ridiculous care. Go fishing, ahead. But um, so you find out that. The person encased was your father, and he leaves you your fishing hat, and it says, for son. And the old man who's fishing, like, kind of one tier something comes down, and he puts on his dad's hat. And then credits start playing.
4: And I just sat (laughs) on the bus. I was
1: just on the train of just, like...
4: That's unexpectedly emotional for a fishing game. I was just, like,
1: Not just a fishing game, but
0: a fishing game where you launch fish into the air and shotgun them.
1: I was just, like... (laughs) There's an orbital laser. There's an orbital laser where you hold down and look, oh the, the, the beam gets bigger and it just goes <laughs> and it just destroys fish. Kills everything. Wow. But it was such a it was such like a like so out of left field and then you're just like
4: Okay, so mental oh, health God wise, I we've know. done this one all
1: wrong. Yeah. Wow. Like
4: or it came out of nowhere okay. that there's like, I have a dead father and yeah, know, I'm or maybe he was a fisher and it. he fell <laughs> enough, and, it's and then yeah
1: he fell. I'm not mistaken, or, or, or definitely the the character de- depicted sadness. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm not maybe I may be overindulging, but I'm pretty uh-huh. sure there was a tear. But it was just like so little did you know that his
0: entire ridiculous thing was him trying to get his
1: or maybe he didn't know. I don't even know. Yeah, maybe didn't know. Yeah.
4: So ridiculous
1: weird. fishing guys play it it is ridiculous, um, ridiculous. definitely um, the next i game. ran into was um super type which super type is pretty cool so super type is a quick puzzle game where there is a line and there is there are dots on the screen and there may be obstacles with lines and sort of geometric shapes how you solve these puzzles is that you have to type any word you want and the letters will fall and hit the dot. Does it have to be a word? It could be anything. Okay. And it keeps a log of what you type. So, for instance, there was basically a triangle, a, a mountain. So, like, two arch, two slanted lines. And there was a dot at the end of one line a dot at the other. And mm-hmm. then at top, you have, like, t- three dots or two dots saying, like, I can type any word I want. So, right. I put two O's. And then when they fell, one fell down the right slope. The other one fell on the left slope. And they hit the, the uh, dots the together. And you pa- yeah. pass it. So, it... it, it Sort of plays with that mechanic. There's like blocks that are like lifting blocks, so you'll put a letter down, it'll rise up. It'll be physics of letters where, like, I need an H, so like when the H falls, it'll tumble mm-hmm. and then it'll hit a dot. There, there are puzzles I've gotten as far as where you have to hit the dots at the same time. So mm-hmm. with the O, like the same O's going down a slope, I'll do an O for that, or maybe one slope is. Shorter than the other So then I'll do like an L So that it, the L just slides slower, slower Then mm-hmm. the O will get to it So it's been pretty cool There's just a quick thing called super type um, Oh, you got it on the screen There we go um, <laughs> yeah, I, I tried remember. it out
4: It's, it's kind of cute It's kind of cute I find oh. <laughs> that like I'm only going to play that game In like 10, 15 minute blocks
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah But uh, yeah. it is entertaining Quirky um, yeah, I've cool also um, got back into words with friends um, too and they have changed Words it. harder. Yeah, they have changed that game uh, <laughs> The Return of I'd, Jafar a little bit <laughs> in ways that I'm just like, uh they've added monetization, of course. So well, you um, have to.
0: The first one didn't have it. All no. the cool people do uh, it. I mean it was, it was I mean they, they didn't shoot
1: themselves in the feet. They didn't they, you don't have to have a coin system to play other people. I mean if they did that, that <laughs> would be just funny. be dumb. Yeah. But That's they how arcades have work. a solo they huh?
2: So arcades work. You gotta put your quarter in. That's true. We've evolved.
1: Um, have we? So they have a solo player mode where you basically every twelve hours you you go against a computer and their difficulty gets like to very hard. So there's been a Christmas theme. So I'm up to Santa Claus now. So Santa Claus yeah. is very hard, and I have to beat him. He's that's his level, very hard. All the dude says, is "Ho ho ho."
3: Yeah. How yeah. Hard Mrs. Can he Claus
1: be? was right before him. She was like silver, silver medal. Um okay. So there's a <laughs> coin system now, and you earn boxes and loot, and there's um power-ups you get for words with friends, which I don't really agree with. So like the person I'm playing with now, when I I was horrified, completely fucking horrified, when I used a turn to swap tiles. And he goes, what did you do that for? And I said, because I didn't have good letters. And he said, well, why didn't you just pick the power-up at the top that allows you to swap tiles without losing a turn? And I looked at him like he had eight heads. And I said, <laughs> wait, what? I was like, like, this is no... It
0: violated your sense of fairness. I
1: mean, not, n- no, not that I lost a turn, but just like that's scrap. I mean, you know, I can make the argument that it's not Scrabble, but it's just like okay, this is weird. So they have power. They have these power ups where it shows you that one. I don't mind so much. It kind of shows you where you can make a letter. Or so where you can make a letter. There's like a so hint system, kind of thing. in a sense of like it says it, it highlights uh, squares where you can possibly have a word, in right. a sense. So it's kind of a. I don't know why I use it in a sense because it doesn't give you any information. Only that you can only have a word in these spaces like we've already saw what letters you have and you can a word in these yeah it keeps yeah. you
4: from wasting your time looking at something that's never sort of work, yeah but
1: then the swap tile thing is just like this mm. is cheated. it truncates your
0: mental search space to the actual solutions that are yeah. available to you
1: yes yes um so you know it's been interesting i've i've gotten back into I it i two know words yeah, <laughs> yeah i've gotten back into it but like some of the changes i just kind of go like They've added a quick play group mode where seven five people verse another five people, and it and you have to play a word, and then it switches to the next person. So there's five boards, and you have to. It's a lightning round. So <laughs> our team can't go unless you actually play a word.
0: This so
4: the only way it switches
1: <laughs> the only way, yeah, and
0: and just mind the sheer sure number of people that involved
4: is, in that sounds like yeah to me.
1: I mean, there's
0: gotta be. Again? There's probably some people who love
4: people this shit. number of people needed to, to make that work. so
1: the reason why people gravitate to that mode is because mm-hmm. that's the only mode that you kind of earn coins.
3: Oh dear. Uh, oh yeah, boy. Like
1: without sort of paying anything, because I, I, quite, like the, the me. I, I, I quite like the solo I quite like it. the solo play, yeah, but you need twenty this. coins to play that person, unle- if you don't want to wait every twelve hours after you beat the next person.
2: How to make me not play your game?
1: Well, make it, mean, feel, make it feel like to. work. If you, if, you play, if you play pure words with friends, yeah. just with other people, like it's fine. But I, I quite like the game, so I engaged in the solo play mode. But then I was like, oh, I ran out of coins, and I don't want to wait 12 hours. I did this lightning mode, and I was like, I and know. you have to win. You know how I mean? do you
0: feel about their next game, Chess with Friends, where you have a special power that you can get for 99 cents that allows you to switch your pawn with a queen? How do you, yeah. feel, how do you feel about that one?
2: Uh, it actually allows your rook to shoot a laser at the enemy king. <laughs>
0: Words with chess. <laughs> Words with with chess. chess. I have yeah. two
4: kings, and you have to defeat them both. So Words it. with chess. <laughs> 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 um, that cost me four ninety-nine. Eh,
0: that sounds kind of funny. I have but. two queens. <laughs> so have, actually, they can move wherever they feel. Random tangent. Have, have any of you guys ever heard of unfair chess?
1: No. I've heard no. Of
0: it. So it's basically like you you play little scenarios in chess where it's just like randomized <laughs> r- randomized scenarios where it's just like. There are two queens that are left, like you have to figure out how to beat them or whatever. And it's called unfair because it's pretty randomly generated and these are not fair challenges, but they can be pretty interesting if you like just, you know, as opposed to vanilla chess, which is always the same starting place. This is like starting from some absurd configuration that probably will never happen, but uses the same rules. Yeah, cool
1: little game. Um, so I next I played Mikey's Mobile Minute. I know Citus Two, which (laughs) I didn't. I also I had Citus One. I didn't know that, and I don't. I
2: had Citus One. Yeah, and And you were like, oh, I didn't play that.
1: And then I checked my, like, purchase, and Citus 1 was totally on there. Not I was like, I don't me. know this game. What is Citus? I've never heard of it. So it's so it's a rhythm game. Needless to say, Sidus huh. 2, the presentation oh, wait, at least, um, is fantastic.
2: I don't know. Did they you did download it other games? No, Citus. I have Citus, and I was two. playing Citus, But I haven't gotten Citus okay. 2 yet. I don't so know if the, the, the music frame, is better, worse. The
1: framework of Citus 2 is like you're trying, you're like in this internet world sort of social media thing. Oh, there's a story? Yeah, and the story unlocks by people posting messages on, like, your board so um the way you engage with it is that um uh well what should i describe for it? the actual rhythm game thing or like the sort of the game flow I remember okay so the the rhythm flow thing is that there's a, a almost like lumines imagine lumines but instead of the the what do you call that the moving line going yeah, horizontal the, it's going mm-hmm. vertical on your phone screen okay. and you hold it in landscape mode i
2: actually played a lot of this company's game it's made by um Ariark.
1: oh yeah rayark
2: a- Array arc? arc? something like that. Um, but I played uh, Sidus by them, I played Voiz,
0: and I played Demo.
3: Okay.
0: Um, but they do really good rhythm games. Yeah. Also, they apparently name all of their games the same way that uh, cities named their gentrified neighborhoods.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, huh? it's never going to be a thing. Sorry, guys. Except for Sidus. Demo, I think, is on Switch now. <laughs> Oh, okay. If you're interested, it's got good music. Okay. So as the as the line moves up and down, um, little circles will pop up, and you can tap them. You can draw it. There'll be a drag and arrow. There'll be a touch to fill Some up. There'll be a hold. Hold. Yeah. There'll yeah. be a touch to fill up, and and then there's ones that'll touch to fill up the whole screen. So basically, how you go through the game is like there're basically four uh, avatars, and like there'll be a g- gamer girl, and her types of music is like. RPG orchestral sort of electronic music hmm. there's like a robot guy and he has like sort of hardcore um d&b industrial sounds and there's like a a dj girl and she has like more synth vocal music so and then as you play through there there's um regular hard and chaos um and there's also numbers aligned to the difficulty so um, I've done Quite a bit of And how How they monetize Is that you just Buy a new character Cause mm. a character Has music in, Has music associated With them So I think there's about Five or six tracks Per character It
2: reminds me of I don't know if you Played the game Osu
0: Uh Or if you've seen People yes. play it it's, sim- it's very similar To that Yeah Okay
1: so it's really cool. So Neko, yeah, she, Neko is a cat girl. She's th- um, through a paywall. Her, her, I think she's 10 bucks. I don't know how many songs. It's, the, the DLC is a little bit pricey. Wait, so you have
2: to buy the game and then you got to buy characters?
1: Yeah, they're basically music packs. They're basically music packs. So some but of that, them
0: you get just for buying the, the game. The and... the base game I
1: want to say comes with like maybe twenty five songs, and maybe if you have the the I IOS Hey, look, it thing. says demo in the background there. Yeah, if it has a, if you have the iOS thing, it'll say. But I I'm there's definitely enough songs. <laughs> okay. There's definitely enough songs, and I actually want to purchase some other packs because if you they give you previews of this music, so you get sort of like the genre. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all electric, so it'll be like it's going to be very specific. So is this chill synth? Is this vocal synth? Is this you know? Yeah. So I mean, you, you kind of have to be into. Music, music rhythm
0: games are actually like a pretty a pretty good example of like you can do this pretty ethically as far as like yeah. doing music, like I don't think I anyone mean, ever you, felt bad yeah. paying $2 for you songs have to be in Rock a, a Band right big yeah. asshole so it's a
1: like ruin monetization for like a music rhythm game it's yeah. it's
0: really cuz obviously hard. every one of these Let's things counts legit content
1: <laughs> and yeah. like the only thing place they can mess up <laughs> is how, some how much work. they charge for a song sure. or like yeah. if they only sell things in packs or so, or in this sense it is pack-based, but there's a reason for it. It's like, yeah. this is a genre of a person. Right. Like, you know, there's, there's a story sort of tied to it. I mean,
0: it's cool that they actually tie it to characters, and it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little bit... It seems to have a bit more of, an, uh, of a narrative and an yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, we'll show you... Oh, By the way, really I don't know if you
2: noticed, Beat Saber got a new song on its track list. Oh, no, I didn't notice uh, that. It's that song from League of Legends that I got really excited about, the K-pop song mm-hmm. they oh, made. Geez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's nice. great.
1: <laughs> um, still going. And then final two, uh, final two, um, my, from Mikey's Mobile Minute, um, Florence and Bury Me My Love. I'll start with Bury Me My Love because I haven't finished it. But um, I can't
2: believe you haven't finished Florence still. I did. I thought you said you didn't. You said this. Oh, it no. it here? Year, yeah. You're ridiculous. <laughs> um, so
1: um, Bury Me My Love, Bury Me My Love is um, sort of the. It takes it's a phone game, and I think it's on Switch now actually. It and is. it's you. Te- you basically text your wife who's traveling. From Germany to Turkey and you have to make sure like everything's all right so it literally there's a text it looks like a text message screen and she sends you stuff and you get options you can always put in a smiley and they usually (laughs) give you uh, two options of how to respond to her so she's snarky every now and then she'll send you pictures of like you know where she is or what's going on um I've reached I guess the first sort of conflict where her taxi driver hasn't come yet Um, I'm, I'm here now, so I haven't answered, but the phone will actually notify you and says like, Noor has messaged you and you'll get a notification on your phone. So you just open it up and it's like a text message and you have Mm. to answer. So I guess I just have to continue to see where my wife is going to end up, but from the name... I'm guessing it's not. Yeah, I was going to say good. that title
0: feels like a bit of a spoiler.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be much of, you know, a, a ending ending well, but it's mm-hmm. it's the 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 game the gaminess, quote, gaminess of it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um that to say I also just finished Florence, which is another sort of um really great game like now I know why it's been on everyone's lists like Florence is it's such amazing. a it's such That's a, a great game it's such a great experiential game it's such a mm-hmm. it's like an exercise of like sort of testing how you think as well of like going through all the puzzles and and sort of interactions with your phone in a sense mm-hmm. of like when everyone's talking to their mother they're just like yes mom, mm-hmm. hey, mom. the, the Bye, thing I mom. like best
2: about Florence and I think it does a good job of is um, conversation in the relationship yeah. So, like, at first, it's it's these little puzzles and you put together the speech bubbles. In a text
1: box. Yeah. And it mm. starts
2: with, like, six pieces. Yeah. So, it takes a little longer to put the, the words yeah. together.
1: Yeah. Essentially,
2: put the words together. Yeah. Um, but as the relationship goes on, it's less and less pieces because it gets mm-hmm. easier to talk to that person. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, like, have a fight. And it's just you don't have to even put anything together because you're just saying stuff. Yeah. So, it does this really good job of, like, showing what it's like. Well, no, to no, no, no.
1: Actually, that, that's a little wrong. As the relationship goes, the pieces are left. They are. That's what I'm saying. Easy. It gets
2: easier to talk to somebody because you can put they the argue, words together. You
1: still, you still have to put them together. No,
2: but there's a point where they're having an argument and yeah. it's just the whole bubble and you just yeah. drag it in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's, that part is specifically funny. Did any of you guys. Of course, you move faster than the computer. But did any of you guys slow down because you felt like you were overtaking the conversation, or you can see him crying? Oh yeah, before for sure. you? It was an interesting. It's it's really interesting. No, I, I
2: did it. Yeah. I wanted to do it as fast
1: as possible because I want to win. <laughs> so Yeah, I stopped because the, I saw and that. And that's that the started, critique. I saw, right there. I saw right. that he said. That's why yeah. I said it's a really interesting how you think about relationships I mean, all and all yourself, the mm-hmm. and it also puts yeah. a value assessment yeah. on certain things. Like so, when the guy was, um, there's certain things like when you move in, it the, the game. A part of that is like you have a, um, a box and then your stuff is on the table, but there's not enough space for both of your things. So you have to like either... You have to decide what decide goes where. where it stays. And like, it's so funny what like you think is valuable from yourself or what you think this guy's thing is valuable. So like the one thing that stuck out to me is that, all oh, right, so the guy's Indian, um, like from, you know, South Asia. And the, uh, the other girl is, I guess, traditionally Asian, She's maybe Asian, Chinese yeah. or or Japanese or somewhere from not lower part of Asia and he has a statue of Brahma or Hindu statue and like I wonder how many people mm. put that on the shelf or put it in the box. Mm-hmm. I, I immediately on, put that on the shelf. I put I it on said, the shelf because I said, I "Why did some I? Sort of why did I think that? Why? Why did I put so much value towards that?" Mm. I put I that knows? on the
2: shelf and I put the record player with the records. On yeah, the because shelf.
1: he's a well. I mean, I think also depends on what they show. Well, they show you that he's a musician, so you yeah. think like, okay, music is important. But why did we all jump to religion being important? But I think
2: it, I think it's interesting. Mm. Like you decide mm-hmm. what goes on there. Yeah. But I think, and then it's funny. in the next. Is the the next screen is the, is the bathroom. Oh, and the only thing he no, puts the in the bathroom the is a one. toothbrush because <laughs> <laughs> she, she has this huge mess. Oh, and, and stuff then he and just puts just the like, toothbrush yeah. in there. It's like yeah. you don't take anything out. But a
1: good uh, the kitchen was a good scene too because they had a lot of similar products or something like, like he has so a like, yellow
2: toaster and yeah. she just has like Hers a regular silver toaster,
1: or like she had oh. a reg- like a, a silver like heating kettle and he had like a nice glass coffee kettle or something, yeah, or his spice rack maybe had a few spices, but the aesthetic of it was better. Yeah. So I ended up, and then when it goes to like moving out, you saw that somehow your stuff still got there. So it's like, wait a second, I threw that out and I guess yeah, like through the relationship yeah, exactly. you, you bought it or something. Yeah. So it was, it's a really interesting, well I you put it in really a box you didn't throw it so out. But yeah, yeah, interesting human experience of like what you what is valuable to you, like how, how a relationship is, like where you start versus where you end um, and like, Triv- sort of gamifying parts of a relationship that you would never really think of in that way. So mm-hmm. I, I really like it. it. It definitely stuck with me and I see why Like it's on everyone's game of the year list. Um and lastly, I'm not going to take too much more time. We'll have a huge Kingdom Hearts discussion next week when I finish <laughs> B- Birth by Sleep. But I am playing Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, you know, just in time to So, so to we'll go into on. the
2: into the craziness that is Kingdom Hearts and its overarching story next I would,
1: week.
0: I yeah. would like to give a quick timeline of all the releases of all the Kingdom Hearts games three. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is, is, Kingdom is, is, is coming this out is in March this two, month,
1: 2 2 weeks. 2 oh, weeks and okay, 2 weeks. And
0: um it's
2: the third game in the main series, but it's like the 25th game of Kingdom Hearts to come All out. Alright, in
0: 2002 we have Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Uh-huh. Then in 2004 we have Chain of Memories, which is Game, game Boy Advance, weird little card Can game. Can think
1: the platforms too? Yeah. Yes, Game Thing, Boy Advance. Things are still, you know, alright, okay. Relatively normal. Normal.
0: Yeah. Then Chain of Memories had like a pretty cool twist on, yeah. on like, what was going on with memories and a bunch of shit. Uh, then 2005, Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out. Great. Still on path. Me- no, many sharks get jumped. That's, that's, that's my opinion on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as 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 far as the actual story of the game, in terms of releases, we're still relatively normal. Then we re-release Chain of Memories in 2007. Re-chain? Yes, it's called Re-chain of Memories because translating from Japanese to English is hard, I guess. So, 2008 has the Kingdom Hearts coded. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't remember what that one was at game. all. Uh, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. We're, oh, that was a cell phone game where you could take pictures of things to digitized. get items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now we start to have some fun in 2009 when 358 divided by two days 358 comes out. over two days. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. I intentionally messed it up because obviously, like this is. You look at this and you go, "How do I actually pronounce this shit?" Don't worry, it gets better. 2010 we have birth by sleep recoded
2: no no, no. no, no, no. it's birth recoded. by sleep and then and
0: then recoded oh, oh, comes oh. out in the same year oh i see see, see same year same year yes Lisa. got you got you yeah so birth by sleep that's not too weird that's not too weird i think
1: recoded was for smartphones Yes. Ah, okay. As Coded, because Coded was like for like on. Not, yeah. and not the N gauge. It didn't release in America. Like, sort yeah. of N gauge levels. Of well, like they had smartphones before
0: ones. we did. Yeah. And, and they were way more ubiquitous. Uh, 2012, we have Dream Drop Distance. Mm-hmm. And then 1.5 Remix.
2: Which is the first game with a bunch of the like Chain of Memories, uh, 358 Over Two Days, and I think Birth yeah. by Sleep with it. Yeah. And oh, then. Yeah.
0: What's X? I don't know what X is. I don't
2: know what X, X, don't is. Know what X is either. We, we got the There two are games point, here that we don't know. And about. We got the 2.5 remix in 2014, which was Kingdom Hearts 2 with a bunch of the games. Um, and I think this is where they changed one of them from a game to a movie.
4: So, these are masters yeah. at like repackaging their old content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: Of it is it's kind of gross. Yeah. That's all yeah. they do it's over and over again. 90% goes. of their revenue, probably.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: How many f- times have I bought Final Fantasy? Oh, no. 2.5 2.
2: Remix came with a bunch of those side
0: games. So, then you had Unchained X, which, which is a mobile game. Oh, okay. Oh, it is? Yeah, where you drag the characters. Oh, me like and then the my favorite one, though. So, 2.5, I could understand being like, it's like a half sequel. 2.8? Really? Is, this
2: is the last really? build stuff. This is from the second game? It's no, I don't even think the like second like game up is in system this. system
4: updates almost. Right?
0: No, no, exactly. exactly. No. So this one doesn't no, no. They have couldn't figure out nice. what to call it, so they literally took the build version so from the development. No, no, no.
1: There's a, a new game in it, Prologue. though. A, there is a new...
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: there is a new game in it, Yeah, but Kingdom Hearts called No, it's called Birth by Sleep .2. Yes. Okay, how can something point be
0: a final chapter two. and a prologue simultaneously? Because it's point the two. final chapter of Kingdom Hearts okay. 2 into the
1: prologue
2: of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah.
4: So I think they need to come up with a numbering system. That is. Huge. Wait, 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 Stacy. They, they tried numbers.
1: that. They did 358 for, for 2. They can't do that. We can't. They can't. Do that <laughs> no, no, no. We can't. And then
4: Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 3 is using the Latin numbers, so.
1: Well, no, like the, main entries, <laughs> the main entry. The main entry, Kingdom Hearts Latin 2 also numbers. used. Yeah. Okay. So. So I yeah, just find the whole thing that's very Kingdom confusing. Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. But names but to are quickly down. say Birth by Sleep, I am quite enjoying it. I started off. Um, so in Birth by Sleep, you take uh, control of three characters, Terra Ventus and Aqua, and they were like the original, I guess, set of like how Sora's start so, start story started before. Mm. And I started with Aqua. So you play the game three times and like different things will I guess happen depending on. You'll go to the same location. Disney what is locations. this mobile? No, it's... Um, uh, what are you playing it on, 4. buddy? PlayStation 4. <laughs> okay. No, no, because no, it... Hello. We just talked about Square Enix. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I played it on PSP, like, literally maybe for two hours. And then, mm. you know, I can't tell you what happened after that. But since it was re-released, this is definitely... This is one of the good Kingdom Hearts games. Okay. Like, until 3 came out, this was... Known as the third one gotcha. For quite some time Okay So um, it's been great I've actually been enjoying it It uses like the Sort of uh, Item slot system Sort of like what Chain of Memories had Only less randomized So uh, you yeah. put in skills Into like a slot And you upgrade The amount of slots you have And then you have skills That you attach to your character Like jump versus high jump or a block or a confused block with like a retaliation so it's been interesting i i really like it i, I like the combat for kingdom heart the kingdom heart series has always been pretty cool and pretty interesting and like sometimes they'll make changes on it so that's been great but like i said we can dive into the silliness of it when i finish birth by sweep um next week or then in the coming weeks <laughs> definitely give it give it give it or not give it it's a do. well right. not it's due because yeah. this is fucking ridiculous i I
0: want a glossary of terms so that i can understand the conversation
1: oh god the x-blade keyblade wars (laughs) keyblades darkness nobodies you know it's funny we were talking about the balance of light and dark and kingdom hearts if it wasn't so fucking convoluted actually quite tackles you know the balance of like shadow selves and like light sure yeah but it just does a horrible a horrible job of, of world them.
0: building. It's just
1: no, of, of anything. <laughs> no. It's, 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 it's so nonsensical, Zavi. <laughs> so Are we still talking
2: about Kingdom Hearts? It's yeah, so I love it non- No, we're, we're we're done. We're, we're done, done We can't. Well, we can't open it. I gave up on stuff. it. I'm well, going to totally, totally steal it too. then
4: because. Speaking of world-building, huh? Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's my transition. Um,
2: Speaking of world-building, I once built a world myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would love
3: to,
4: but... Uh, I was actually, the architect. The the first game on my list is Obduction, which um, is O-B-D, etc. Didn't want to spell it? It should have been Orbduction, but apparently that was already trademarked. So Cyan Worlds Inc. couldn't use it. What are
1: we orbducting?
4: So the idea is that you're... A uh, faceless main character has an orb that approaches him out of nowhere and swallows him up and takes him into a world. Oh,
2: that happened to me the other day.
4: Yeah, it's, it's what were you smoking? kind of standard and where do game I buy trope. It? You are you are removed from your normal life and placed in the middle of nowhere. And you have no idea why or what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is from uh, Cyan Worlds Inc. It's the same company that did Myst which is now over 25 years old. Wow. So that's I was right. on their little 25th anniversary Kickstarter, and I'm super excited because I should be getting in the mail soon a, an actual linking book oh. where you open the book and the original Mist plays on it. Nice. <laughs> so oh, that's I'm excited cool. excited about that. <laughs> nice. Meanwhile, they've sent me all the games, of which five are really good, and then anything with Uru in the title or that has any sort of multiplayer is garbage. Don't play that. So just my <laughs> quick review of Mist as a series. But... These guys are masters of world building. It used to be the gold standard of adventure games back in the day, where you would solve a puzzle so that you can see another part of the world and get more of the story and so forth. Their puzzles were clever. Their graphics were good. Uh, their story was really unique. And this was two brothers who started this company out of their you know, home and built the original and uh, have great imaginations and great craftsmanship, but they're not necessarily technical computer or video game people. Mm. So they're cobbling together using whatever tools are available out in the world. And the original game was just like a series of graphics renders. <laughs> and similar to the way in VR, like you can't really walk from one place to the other most of the time. You have to like click on the part of the ground you want to go to, and mm-hmm. it'll zip you over there. In the same way they're in the original Miss world, there are only particular spots you could stand and you would move dramatically from one place to the other. It was only in the very last Miss um, game, End of Ages, that Did they, they had you walk full around? 3D motion and you could do that kind of stuff. And even then, you're not like, able to interact with all the items in, in any sort of physics-based way. Mm-hmm. The huge majority of things are just stuck in place forever and you can't touch them or, or move them. Uh, And that's still the case with abduction. Okay. So, again, you can see the craftsmanship. You can see the story building. But they don't have the high-rose graphics I would have liked to see. They don't have the... um,
0: Interactions with the world, sounds like.
4: Right. It's it's beautiful, but it's static. It's a little lacking. Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little dead. Like the world isn't quite alive the way you want it to be. Mm. And that's despite there being some lovely... Uh, sound effects, there being some good music, uh, and just a really great story. As you come to understand how this place became that way, it's really actually pretty intriguing. The idea is like a whole wild west town has been transported to an alien world that has been cleverly designed by aliens to be self-sufficient. So that air circulates and water remains fresh and there's a whole environment you can live off of the land.
0: Aliens did it.
4: Aliens did it. (laughs) And they didn't do it just once. They did a lot of times. And all of these little seed worlds are supposed to be able to interact with each other if you can just figure out how to do it. Hmm. Maybe there's Mm. other aliens you can meet who also have been transported from their worlds. And you can have, like, a whole community.
2: You get cans, and then you tie a string between them, and then that's how you communicate. That's a
4: very typical type of puzzle for these kinds of <laughs> <laughs> and, and small extent, like, it's a little bit of what you're trying to do, that interactions with other people or creatures are so rare in mm. these games that every one of those interactions is super important. Mm. So in this particular game, it's kind of painful that the acting isn't very good. Aww, They're using kind that of, sucks. I'm sorry, but kind they of terrible have southern accents um, to, <laughs> to represent their western upbringing. I would have done all the voices. <laughs> And when they did have a backing by big studios, they were able to get high quality actors. They would actually get awards for their stories and for acting.
1: Oh, nice. And, and then they just...
4: They just it fell into disrepair. These mm. kind of games became less popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the experience where the big studios stole their property from their point of view. Like they did contract, <laughs> signed it away, but then they didn't <laughs> like what big studios were doing with their mm. properties. So mm-hmm. they had this experience of kind of souring on the whole thing for a while. So Publishers. Yeah, so now they're back, and they're trying to rebuild, and I want to support them doing that because they have a, something unique to say in that space, yeah. and I'd love to see that genre get more respect again. And it's not,
0: like, it's not like there aren't indie games that have good quality voice acting out there. I wonder if they just need to get connected to the right people or something.
1: Yeah. Do you, or do you also, do you think like the walking simulator genre has kind of replaced that and maybe just us... in terms of popularity maybe i mean just as an evolution
0: well they definitely don't they don't uh i don't think they scratch the same itch
1: well we so haven't either. really gotten a sort of classic I mean, you've got like room you know, escape the, games
4: for example
1: would be right, like closer,
4: that's closer. but yeah. you don't have that sense of exploring well world. that's what
1: i mean like i would say in the sense the of the evolution the minus just most of these games now take place in modern they're less whimsical in a yeah. sense you don't really have that but mm-hmm. i feel like if we were to take like you know what remains of edith finch and just say all right let's put a mist sort of fantasy background yeah. i feel like we can and scratch the same bitches. What, what
4: remains of edith finch is probably the closest and it does yeah. have this kind of fantastical element but what mist used to do is give you this this sense of wonder mm-hmm. that is just plain missing in, yeah. in video games now you sh-
0: you might want to check out the witness
4: I probably do. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. What, what I've heard. It,
0: the, the the puzzles are much more confined as opposed to like the more open-ended stuff you get from traditional adventures. Um, but it definitely scratches a certain sense of wonder itch. I think.
4: Uh, in any case, I'm hoping that their success that they have had with abduction and with releasing the 25th uh, anniversary version of Mist, you can now get Mist and Riven on iPad, Android iOS, uh, pretty much any any format that's yeah. in a console, yeah. Um, and I do recommend them, but uh, they have something coming coming out called Firmament for VR. as their next project with no release date, and I think they're probably in very early planning stages right VR
0: now. VR makes sense for that.
4: VR that would could be, be pretty an awesome. Excellent match for what they do because yeah. a sense of immersion, that was was what mm-hmm. this was great at.
0: Mm-hmm. And it seems like the kind of it seems like the kind of design that can work in VR and outside of VR without too much
4: trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the first game that I, uh, I did finish that. And, again, the sense that, like, they had a tendency to have the ending of a the story, their multiple endings, just sort of fade to black in a way that wasn't mm-hmm. as satisfying <clears throat> as if you really got to see uh, with all the done? special <laughs> effects and all of the great acting, what was oh, really sure. happening. Oh, Okay. Uh, instead, it's just like, we, and we'll leave this to your imagination. It wasn't very satisfying to me. Personally.
3: Yeah,
0: like a text crawl type thing.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the next one was Neverending Nightmares, which I actually downloaded in part because I wanted to do this research on mental health stuff. And the backstory is this is a character who's uh, lives in a giant mansion, and his sister has died, and he's not taking it very well. So mm-hmm. he's kind of becoming a shut in. He's got insomnia. He's wandering around the house. He starts to have kind of hallucinations of seeing his sister (laughs) or maybe their dreams because then he wakes up in his bed again, right? And over a period of time, his house deteriorates. Then he starts to wake up in an insane asylum where the doors are mysteriously unlocked. And is he really there? Is he really in his home? And why are all these creepy dolls all over the place? Just because his sister liked them, maybe it's unclear. Mm. But um, it is got that dark gothic horror feeling Mm -hmm. like you can see him uncovering his sister's grave and crying Uh, and it has got a little bit of that (coughs) um, unfortunate trivializing of mental health issues I think Mm. Um, what could have been a really interesting treatise on what it is like to be depressed just turns into kind of gross out Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'd say jump scare Uh, okay Mm. so But uh, I kind of feel like I have a hard time recommending this game, even though the graphics are kind of cool and it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. It just goes on too long.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Mm. Uh, It's not very puzzling. Worse than? It's a lot of wandering around and feeling a little creeped out and grossed out. Mm -hmm. So not my favorite, but, uh, you know, all the same. Interesting in its own way.
3: Mm.
4: So uh, the last thing I was going to discuss is the Overwatch World Cup viewer. So, the idea is we've got these competitive games, and at this point, I see a lot of not very good Overwatch players talking about strategy as if they are in the World Cup leagues. Mm-hmm. Like, no, man, that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. And these are people who don't have anywhere near the reflexes to pull <coughs> off the strategies that mm-hmm. top players can do. Mm-hmm. Right? But they're <laughs> convinced that by emulating the strategies of the top players, their own game will be better.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's
4: kind of an unfortunate problem right now.
0: <laughs> know your ceiling. <laughs>
4: yeah, know what you're really capable of and what your players, your fellow players, are capable of. Mm-hmm. Don't expect them to pull off, you know, one-shot headshot hits every yeah. time. Or
1: also, and also, there's also... A skill range and like a, a right. prop, you know. Path this is how grow. you play
4: well. at yeah, the you do competitive level. This yeah. is how you w- play well. At you have to move through these level.
1: incrementally before right. you get there. It's
4: not the same, you know. At an early level, just communicating with each other will put you ahead of ninety nine. percent See, I'm already not going to do well. I
2: don't want to communicate with anybody. I just want to play
0: the game.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have Steve quick play for me. like
3: you. You can cooperate. I
4: know.
0: I've between. played overcooked with you. I don't want to. <laughs> and, and, in well, any case, I think I think a lot of competitive games have this problem actually um i remember when i was starting to take rocket league a bit more seriously and i looked into like some advice videos that people had out there 80 percent of them are trying to teach you something that you're just like no like just no and and they and they actually call them beginner tips it's really dumb like it it does like it just ah it's very strange and i think that it's I don't know if it's just that people who are really good at the game, like being good at something, doesn't make you a good teacher, right? Yeah. Right.
4: Right. So, yeah. I, th- I think there's to some extent just like a lack of empathy <laughs> here. Yeah, no, I can't do that thing that you want me to do. <laughs> it's not, that's not physically possible. Or mm-hmm. I mean,
1: or maybe yeah. you can, but and, and I'm not going to do it after watching one video. Or I'm, after, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, well, I'm not
4: going to take this complete stranger who's telling me how to do my job very seriously. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's like, Who are you to even well tell me what that? Oh well, to those, to those, <laughs> to those specific characters, yes. Right. But <laughs> also, I didn't want to like take away from like, yeah, you know, these people do know what they're doing, and maybe you could, but you're definitely not going to be like, oh, I'm doing bad. Let me watch this video. Okay, now I'm going to play like Kim. Right. <laughs> no, no, that's a lot not going to There's a
4: reason why there's like a practice range yes. in this game. And you can play versus AI instead yeah. of for, you know, making pe- actual human beings suffer through your attempts to learn stuff. Yes, know? yes. Uh, so the World Cup viewer is designed to let you view these competitive games with a little more freedom. Instead of just seeing what some game casters want you to see. You have a free-floating camera. You can move wherever you want. Uh, You can see top-down view of the game. Or you can look at the perspective of any of the individual characters, and you can flip between them really easily. Mm. So if you like playing a tank or a healer or DPS player, and you see a character like the one you want to play, playing competitively, you can follow them through the entire game to see what it looks like from their perspective. Mm. Or um, if you are not sure why a character died, you can try and figure out who killed them and what they saw that I, allowed them to I kill I think them. I already oh, so you the can answer like, to this You can question. Like save a
0: match and then like view it offline? Is that right, what you mean? so
4: if it's one of the um, World Cup games, if it's one of these competitive official games, they're all recorded. All uh-huh. recorded oh, okay, is recorded. so maybe
1: my answer so would be So you're able like to pause, play, rewind, see. rewind. Do they have voice the chat? Cr- Do they have the voice chat?
4: um they did not probably not okay. yeah. that's why i was like this. it'd I be think great if they did m-
1: maybe yes, i don't and know. Yet, may well, know because uh, no no because you said it was official there definitely has to be some standard and and decorum that they must they should be talking in their personal groups like if it was right. just anyone then i'd be like I'm yeah, sure that, that's a hard no <laughs> but if yeah. this is under i mean yeah. i'm sure the guidelines and like you know co- codes of conduct should be that someone and should. I don't know, we're I don't just, know if we're that just, far I don't, we're we're I don't think good. so. I don't yeah. know if we're that
0: far there yet. Was, there was a point in time when, the, like, a few years ago, when MLB was like, we're going to try to really make the fans at home watching feel a little bit closer to the game. So they put microphones in, like, near the bases sometimes yeah. oh, God. so that you could Why? see, like, I but, this, they, yeah. but they, like, rightfully, because they're not idiots, they they made sure that they, like, only got select clips or whatever and have whatever that delay that they, they can work with yeah. because... They language. swear all the fucking time. Yeah. Oh, athletes, really?
1: All the fucking, athletes, time? Athletes all the fucking swear time. All the
0: fucking time. All the fucking time. Like hey, if hey, you, hey.
2: this podcast is labeled this podcast is labeled as explicit, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: dicks, dicks, dicks. Fuck you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. In any, in any case, what I would really like is to see an expansion of this kind of tool so yeah. that I can record my own games. Right. Yeah. And I can see where I made a mistake. And I can see it from the point of view of the opposing team. No,
2: because then I have to admit I made a mistake.
4: Like, they, do have, they do have a kill cam. They do have a kill cam which can show you the moment of your death from the perspective of the person who mm-hmm. killed you. Uh, that you can turn on and off. But this would be so much better than that.
0: Then I can't scream it was lag that made me die. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this kind of feature is really important. I think most professional games need to start thinking of like this is part of your default toolset for your game if you're going to really try to be competitive cuz yeah. Rocket League has had it for a while and part of and and it it actually allows you to do the thing that a lot of actual athletes do where they just watch footage of themselves yeah. and their opponents to see how things go. So if I could imagine like some sort of thing where uh outside of, you know, all of the official matches where uh you're able to look at your own video and, and and even casually, like I'm sure that me and Alex, like if we wanted to you know, if you didn't have a kid just now, <laughs> we would probably like how be terrible able to terrible of him. Yeah, you said that was such a How dare I know, right? <laughs> you. You, <laughs> you have, have a, kid. Kid right a kid right now. Kid right now. So <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't just if you just put didn't, it back. If he didn't breed and <laughs> <then laughs> Can you return it? What's the return I know, policy? Right? <laughs> the, the return policy? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But In the past thirty uh, who's the days. Only if, on this we, podcast, if we if we found ourselves
3: <laughs>
0: if we found ourselves getting back into Rocket League, like one thing that we could theoretically do is be like, man, we've been losing like a bunch of games. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to like look at those replays and try to figure out what we're doing wrong kind of thing. And yeah. that stuff is, is crucial. So, yeah, I think that that's got to be their next step to. I hope so. That would you mean know, you'd have to eat your vegetables.
4: No, no. You These vegetables
0: taste great. I'm not gonna oh.
4: lie. No, really. <laughs> now, so if, now,
0: now I see what if you're doing. Your, if your
4: goal is to improve your game, this kind of tool would be really fantastic yeah. to have, yeah. and it actually is kind of fun. And and to some extent, you now see people like putting together compilations of mm-hmm. look at how cool I am when I play, and they're mm-hmm. piecing together video clips from games, now they can also do that for, in a very cinematic way if yeah. you had this kind of tool. Right. Movie maker be, type thing. Right. That would be even yeah. more exciting. You would see this stuff on Twitch, and I think it would and, um, inspire other people to play. Well,
0: I was going to touch on Twitch. I think that this could be a really cool way for people to shoutcast their own matches like yeah. independently from the yeah. from the normal ones. <laughs> and, then a, and then also... Uh, to To do like very strategic breakdowns of like what they think was going on here and like how the tactics actually work, right? Before, like you, you, a lot of YouTube videos for strategies of things is like random gameplay clips that are playing that maybe have something to do with the tactic that they're talking about. Now it could actually be like an overhead view where they maybe even use some software to draw lines on the screen to be like, and now this player is going to move here and that's going to open up this space. Like that kind of stuff that you see in like sports broadcasting, that's yeah. what I want to see come out of this.
4: Yeah, I yeah. totally do. I really want to see esports evolve. Yeah. Uh, and and continue and this is a good step in that direction. Cool. Yeah.
1: All so right. talking about good steps.
4: So Steve, you're the only one left who's not told. Yeah, me but I, 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 I
2: don't know what your segue was going. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Steve, Steve just, was uh, like I refuse to speak good. unless I get segued to appropriately. It, it, he was just like speaking of good steps, and I'm is just also like.
4: Partly your job. How many I mean, steps not,
0: have you taken in The Witcher? Because it's a big, a lot it's of a big steps world. To be there's a lot of steps from
4: what I've heard. I, I'm, so I'm many. St- I'm just because <laughs> <thinking laughs> <that's laughs>
1: <all. laughs> that wasn't a real step. Good save, Mikey. Yeah, good like, save. That wasn't a real step. Yeah, sure. Just, it wasn't. <sighs> uh-huh. It wasn't. It was more of a slip-up than a second.
0: Steve, what you been playing?
2: Honestly, not much. <laughs> and the reason behind that is because... Speaking of, of not
1: much, not Steve's f- games list. Ah, <laughs> oh, we got it. We got it. We corrected it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Steve's patience with us is wearing thin
2: Oh, today. my God. There we go. Like, between the lack of music Shh. knowledge <laughs> <laughs> and just you as a whole... Mikey. He looks at Mikey. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm on your good
0: side today. <laughs> You're fine.
1: You haven't okay. done anything You haven't offensive. attempted any segues. Yeah, you haven't done anything offensive. And well, you exactly. known
0: all the same music so that he I likes. So
4: I can be unoffensive and also not do Hey, but not much. Set. Your
1: list. Yeah, come yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: Come
2: on. That was a good... Fake halo over your head. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. There
1: we go. No.
2: Yes. No, it wasn't. It worked. No. It I'm not giving you that win.
1: <laughs> all right. There we go.
2: Anyway, hey. I haven't really been playing much because I'm in a place right now where I don't know if it's just there's not really anything interesting i want to play and um i just have this backlog log of games i'm not interested in playing right now Mm -hmm. so i I think it's where i am in my own personal space (laughs) where i'm just like "Eh, nothing's really appealing to me right now i want some light stuff
1: you should get um what's the game um super super better (laughs) And put your games as your adversaries as monsters, so you have them listed.
2: You will be my only. Stop adversary. trivializing mental health, and, and Mike. Then no, no.
0: we'll
3: be your allies. Yeah, so you, you, you will tell, tell you, home. hey, you will be have my, you, my only adversary. Have you started one of those and games. And in my your list, backlog, in my list of things do it. to do on super better, no, <laughs> no, will be <laughs> will be kind of roundhouse
1: kick Mikey in the face and say like, let's play Overwatch. Yeah, what did you play this week? What's one of the games? Like, oh, I'm not into movable. Why don't you try a game that's more, you know, this monsters more your Flavor this Stop is. trying
0: so, to help me. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, despite feeling that way, though, you're actually playing some pretty traditional games on this.
2: Yeah. On so this. I'm, I've been playing Undertale, um, which I'm actually really enjoying, and I'm going to play again for sure because um, I'm somewhere towards the end, I think. Okay. And uh, how long I'm, is it? It's a oh. it's a few hours. It's not that long.
3: Okay.
2: Um, but I'm slowly beginning to realize right now that I am the monster. Yeah. Um because Plus, I went in and I was killing all the monsters you didn't not hear about realizing the
1: pacifism thing and all that no,
2: stuff. No, I I tried to keep everything okay. on Undertale like I put blinders on to Undertale because everyone was like, "Oh, they don't want to spoil it, they don't want to spoil it, they don't spoil it." And I see why because now I realize, "Oh, I'm the monster. I'm going in there and like killing them all. and They're just trying to like exist." So I was <laughs> like, there's a moment that came along where I was just like, "Whoops. Oops." <laughs> um oops. Sorry. But I'm like, I can't go back and fix it. So I know I'm going to play it again to see how it goes with that full pacifism and how it changes Mm. how I view everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a really nice little game. And too bad Mikey wasn't here to figure out how I started playing it. The short version is I watched Wrestle Kingdom 13. And now I'm playing Undertale.
1: Because those two go together. They're totally connected. Totally connected. connected. All right. Got it.
2: Um, Great game, though, and I love the, the music and the dialogue is really great. Um, definitely play it if you haven't yet, mm-hmm. uh, but play it how you want and then play it again a second time the right way. <laughs>
3: oh, the right way. <laughs> He's assuming
2: that we're all going to be violent the first time around. I don't know your life. Um, need them experience points. <laughs> and then the other thing I started getting back into is The Witcher, the Witcher 3, right? The Witcher 3. Wild Hunt.
0: because game of the Year Edition. Full
2: because on, because when
0: you're not really feeling like too many games are calling you, the best thing to do is go back to it's a game that games. just... That is the infinite most game. The most game, yes. The most uh, game the
3: in The
2: one best game. card game that also has a game in it. <laughs> <laughs> as the uh, that you can the Girlfriends Review Channel. Yeah, that was <laughs> hilarious. That's actually why I started playing it, because she reviewed it, and I'm like, maybe I missed something with this game, because there's another game, very long that people said is amazing and I never really got into. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: And the first reason is I'm not good with high fantasy. I don't love high fantasy the way I love sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Um, I much prefer Luke's sci-fi. This is not
4: the game for you.
2: Yeah, because I'm like, mm. well, soon. Okay. <laughs> um, they have pointy ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, this game has a, a weird pacing that I find. Mm. Uh, it's a, like dialogue heavy, and I feel like that takes up a lot of time. Mm. And there are times when I'm just like, oh, my God, I just want to kill stuff. Can you, can you just let me kill stuff? I have these two swords, <laughs> one to kill monsters and one to kill people, but you're making me talk. <laughs> like, stop. All
3: right?
4: Yeah, there, there's a, and this is me, like, I love story in video games. There is too much talking.
2: There is a lot of dialogue games. in that game, and sometimes it's just too much, and you're just like, I got to skip through it, because I'm, I'm falling asleep here waiting for this guy to finish his sentence. I could turn on the subtitles and read through it faster than it takes for you to say all this stuff. Like, <laughs> let's go.
0: I think the trouble. I haven't played Witcher three at all, but I think the trouble with games that have too much dialogue a lot of times it's it's just a bang for your buck thing. Yeah. Like I, uh, it's rare that I care enough about the world where I'm like, yes, I tell me all the little details. But like when you make the default path one where it's just super heavy and and like you said, if you're not super into high fantasy, it's just kind of like, do well, these details all matter?
4: My my thing is if you've got. Characters you care about, then you want to hear all the little quirks and and their little random statements yeah absolutely
1: right because i think people feel differently about dragon age right everybody taught to everyone Mm. in the original dragon age yeah again a game i didn't play because high fantasy to some
4: extent as well (laughs) but random people that you meet on the road or you walk into their house for no apparent reason and take their stuff do you really want to hear about what they (laughs) had for breakfast
1: i don't want to hear about their hardships (laughs) i just want to take their bread it's fine let me rummage through your stuff and make you even
4: but do you really need the silver candlestick exactly (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) my favorite
1: example of that I do. Example gets me that was, coins on the black market. They're
2: not using it. Exactly. It was in a dresser <sighs> in the second floor. Thief.
0: <laughs> Thief. My favorite story around that though was, um, I, I think it might have been um, the dude from uh, Zero Punctuation, uh, Yahtzee. Mm-hmm. I think he, he, he was talking about like Skyrim mm-hmm. or something and he was like, I was playing, and and there was a dude who was like running towards me, and I could tell that he wasn't, a, a, you know, an enemy because these games clearly delineate enemies. And so he was running towards me, and I was like, "Oh no, that's a quest." And so he starts running in the other way, <laughs> and he's like, "No, I don't want to hear your shit about what you want me to do for you. Like, yes. please and go." I, away. I love the picture That's in pretty my much head how I like feel. NPC
4: is yeah. chasing after you. Will, but wait, I just need you yeah. to find my uh, friend.
2: No. That's that's <laughs> pan, yeah. That's actually something that happened in Witcher Three uh, when I was playing yesterday. Nice. They have those little exclamation points to denote a quest because that's how you denote a quest of course and then it's like an, the NPC sits there and as you pass by them you hear them hey hey you you're that witcher can you come help me and I just remember just running past him and still hearing him call for help no, <laughs> no, as, it,
1: no, as it just goes out. And I'm like, No, I'm busy. I got my own stuff going on. I'm not nope, gonna help. Well, you're him. the only one that could help him, so he's still gonna be there. You know that, right? That's fine. He's, I would he's, love. He's, to, he's, to he's gonna
2: stay not helped for a while. I've got important things. <laughs> Are to you do. gonna beat
1: the game and still not help him? Absolutely. I would love oh for there to be. A game. I have important things to do. I, I would love <laughs> for there
0: to be a game where, like, you go back to that guy and then, like, go like Yeah, so what do you need?" And he's just like, "No, I got it handled. Like, some other guy came through and like I got." I paid great. him instead. Like, <laughs>
4: right. Now you can never have my Like, money. just
0: some sense that, like, the world actually moves or, on or like, without you. like, you know, you.
4: I asked you three times, and you passed by, so you for, Let's forget be honest. He's going to give West me, like, I fail. Don't need your, I don't need your help he's now. Or if he, like, he twenty five you. Points. I don't want your help.
0: No. Or if, like, he wanted you to, like, save his mom, and then his mom died, so he actually attacks you, and he's just like, like you just you should have well, helped me. You, you, he vilifies you, you in he's own I'd
4: appreciate that if you just, you know, dig the hole for me. That'd be great.
0: The
2: Witcher Three, this time I'm around, having a harder time. I'm still having a hard time getting into it. Okay. I think I'm just using it to buy time until Ace Combat comes mm-hmm. out at the end of the week, mm-hmm. which could very well end up me
0: being like, eh, I'm just not in the place to play games right yeah, now. Yeah, don't feel pressure. Even if even you, if you're you've yeah. been excited for Ace Combat, but if you're not feeling it, take it easy.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I am excited because you know I, I bought the flight stick
0: for it, so I'm ready. And I it think, has the I VR think support. Which oh I'm yeah, really the right. flight sticks that totally yeah, don't sound like right, sex toys. The Thrustmaster. The Thrustmaster, and what was the other one? Dylan what was the Hotas. The
1: Hotas. I think, I think in that, so that <laughs> moment where you're really anticipating a game, so nothing is really scratching that, that
3: game. except that
1: game.
2: Even <laughs> like, then, I don't know, because like, I was really anticipating Red Dead, and I couldn't get into it. So, True. Red Dead yeah. is not a good game. I feel you. I keep trying to go back and play more, <laughs> I, and I'm just like, I haven't, I, yeah. the last two times I tried, the uh, the quest person is all the way on the other side of the map. I load up the game and I look at the map and I'm like nope no. fuck that yeah. you know how far that is and I just turn it off and go to something
1: else you, you know also Steve maybe your tastes in games have been changing like I think like that happened to me like maybe a couple years ago where like the games that I thought that I would love and I knew I would love I I would play them and feel nothing but
2: it's that thing we always talk about is the game respecting my time yeah, you know. too. I
4: do have this feeling sometimes of I'm too old for this stuff. This open uh, world, two hundred hour game I, time. I think oh, a that's place, why I haven't
0: I think bought But yeah,
1: Steve reminded me of the point that I like as an adult. I like if you don't respect my time, I can't but play a game. The, like there's just certain right, choices it, it, you make as a there, there are, are like, details. Yeah. On, so man. like
0: you look at I, I've seen videos, girlfriend reviews, for example, where it's just like look at the quest list, and it's just like fuck you. Yeah. And and you know like even even if the even if the number of quests. And it's not that simple. Sometimes you have that many quests, but it still doesn't feel that oppressive. So, like, there are exceptions. Horizon is one. I never felt that way personally.
2: I never felt and like it was, oh, like, it had too much going on. I felt yeah. like, it, again, it's a game like Spider Man where it was focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It knew what it was. And my to first
0: do. playthrough, I didn't do all the side shit, and I was just able to get a good chunk of game, and it was just like, okay, that was cool. And then another one is Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has an absurd amount of things to do, but it doesn't feel oppressive in terms of, like, be, like having a you crazy quest list it. or whatever. Yeah. It does have a quest it's, it's, list, but it doesn't you feel just stupid. sort of
2: happen upon stuff in your own adventure.
1: Yeah. well right. it, It's also part of design is there's not there's no glowing markers on your map. You do and, that. And the best mm,
2: part about that game that's is, a big is you know it. you don't mm. have to do any of that stuff because as soon as you finish a tutorial, it's like, go defeat Ganon.
1: No, wait, wait, wait. We <laughs> have to tell the story of our friend. The best... Fucking Breath of the Wild story ever. What, what so, did he do? Oh gosh, this is great. Did you hear about Fern? No. So randomly, I'm on party chat with a mutual friend, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we were talking about Breath of the Wild." He's like, "Yeah, I love that. You know, dipping back into that game It's like a perfect dipping out after you know a couple weeks." So I was like, "Oh yeah," but he's like, "Yeah, but Mikey, what are those little orb things you get for completing the shrines?" I was like, "Yeah, I have <laughs> like I have like two hundred of them," and I said,
3: "Oh my!" God. so he's I, been- he had
1: to repeat this. I was like. What? <laughs> or, or I think it maybe started where he made a comment of like he was completely missing the upgrade path. So he made some comment that didn't make sense. And I was like, I don't understand what so you're So he played the whole about. game with three hearts. Yeah.
0: And the base and stamina basic wheel. stamina. And basic stamina. Yeah.
1: Damn. And I said to him, so Does wait, you know,
4: that's hardcore. I said, <laughs> village
0: yeah.
1: is, is, you know, there, there's an owl that you're supposed to talk about, Statue of It's like, what? what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, go back to the first village you go to. And then there's an owl. Trade in all those orbs, <laughs> and, and then he spent the next come.
0: 20 minutes going through that simple little dialogue thing to choose what really? so <laughs> they tell you. So
2: they, don't they make you do that?
0: <laughs> I don't think they no, make they you do After the Great <laughs> Plateau,
2: you're supposed to get three of them, and it takes but trade trade you, them. Them. you don't have to turn them in, you
4: yeah. can yeah. just keep an just infinite inventory. Apparently, I don't think they just make you
0: get three of them. The first place that you can trade them in is Kakariko, like he said, yeah,
1: because there's the owl statue, yeah, so yeah, he just Ignored that, that. That's very funny. And then he just goes to the shrines, thinks of think of them as puzzles. That's the danger of being stuff. two he hands they were off. Collect, she thought they were Collective items, so he's just like, <laughs> "Oh, I have so much more. Like how? M- oh yeah, I think it started as like how many do you have?" and it I was didn't like occur
4: to him that I they don't were have like anything. Like, he was zero. like, those oh, those I friends. have like
1: two something. I was like, I've like, used like, them all. Yeah, so that's what so so he was asking. So he's like, how many? He thought it was a like a collectible thing. Jeez, you gotta be kidding me. That's He's like, what do you do with these? Or like
4: sort of like a video game fail in a sense, you know, like. That's what I'm was, saying. This kid is well, a gamer. Hold on, that's he what I was, I was gonna say. Games. Like, I don't know.
0: If this is really on him. Like, the game this is a lot like, of what people praise Breath of the Wild to teach for. Him
4: that's what. Yeah, happening. but a lot I of the didn't praise miss it.
1: for he didn't miss it. He that's what I was gonna say. But no one, one I've it. talked
0: to missed sure. that. Right. That's a weird that's one that he missed it. But it doesn't totally surprise me because a lot of the things in Breath of the Wild are hands off. Like, it took me a long time to figure out what to do with Korok seeds.
2: They don't. They yeah. They don't tell you explicitly what to do with anything. At a
4: certain point, if you got two million of something in Your inventory, the game should no probably no, no go- two
0: hundred not too many <laughs> <laughs> I mean but The game should be going.
4: Hmm, maybe you don't know what to do with that item.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know? I could, I could imagine a more proactive kind of that's interesting helper I know that. thing. That so is yeah. It
1: was, it was, um, it was an interesting <laughs> conversation.
0: I can imagine a du- like just you just being flabbergasted by it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyway. Um,
0: so yeah. I th- I've, I've just think
1: been watching a gonna- lot of Star Trek now
2: because i played so much Bridge Crew over the past like two weeks nice years, uh, which we still have to try that way yes yes, um, yes we do gotcha. but I think that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode mm-hmm. I like that you're highlighting it so to let me know I'm uh, <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: within the, the nonverbal <laughs> signal so that the yeah. listeners yeah. don't know
3: that I,
2: I'm doing it I was that.
0: already doing it yeah so I, don't I, don't I know
2: but you can always find us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook which we don't really update because we're bad at social media and um, <laughs>
0: of social media. we'll
2: see you
3: guys on the next episode Bye-bye. bye bye bye